Free Talk Live. It's your show, and you can bring up what you want if you dial toll-free to 1-800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. Uh, again, you can join us at 800-259-9231. The website, freetalklive.com. All the features, totally free. So enjoy those on us. Again, that is freetalklive.com. As we start things out here, by the way, it is Ian here with you. And Guard. And Mark. And we go right to your phone calls. Tom, in New Hampshire, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Tom. What's on your mind, Tom? Yeah, good evening. Hello. Uh, Just wanted to point out that uh, my son goes to a government-run indoctrination center. He's a fifth grader. And he says the teacher is teaching them that the Democrats and Republicans have had their convention, so now the presidential race is down to Obama and McCain. Mm, Of course they are. She puts uh, pictures of uh, Obama and McCain equal size on the classroom bulletin board, and she is being meticulously fair to both of the five presidential candidates who are on the ballot here (laughs) in New Hampshire. Mm. Both no, she's of not. The five. Mm. So Both you, of the five. Yeah. You think this is just okay. out of out of ignorance, or is this the sort of thing that uh, you know she's got an agenda? I think it's just ignorance, well, plain ignorance. I, I, yeah, I well, I put in a letter to the local newspaper uh, saying that parents also need to be careful not to let the teachers perpetuate some of the inaccuracies that they were taught, such as how. The founding fathers established a democracy, and that the United States Constitution gives you the right to freedom of the press. See, and when I mention freedom of the press, of course, that's going to butter up the editors there of the newspaper. See, so they're right. going to like that <laughs> see, by mentioning that one. And, you know, uh, also had to put in the one about how, you know, if a DEA agent is being rushed into the hospital in the emergency room, and you're standing there, you squint, look puzzled, and say, who? and you pretend you've never heard of Blevins, well, that's not going to help the DEA agent as much as electing Blevins to the United States Senate. Well, now, because who is this? This is a, uh, a local candidate you're talking about in New Hampshire? Is, yeah, in New Hampshire, uh, the U.S. Senate race is Gene Shaheen against John Sununu against Ken Blevins. Uh, Shaheen is the Democrat, Sununu is the Republican, and Blevins is the Libertarian. And you, they pretend they've never heard of. They love to taunt supporters of liberty by pretending they've never heard of this candidate. Well, isn't it that okay. uh, isn't it Gandhi that said, first they ignore you, then yeah. they fight you? So I guess they're, they're, they're in the ignoring stage, huh? Yeah, and see, they do this taunt where they squint, they look puzzled, and they say, who? And I just pointed out that that's not going to help a DEA agent who's been shot and rushed to the hospital nearly as much as you can help that, you know, save a whole lot of DEA agents' lives by electing a libertarian to the U.S. Senate, because Shaheen and Sununu... Well, we're not here to talk talk about local politics, Tom. I I understand where you're coming from. This is an international uh, radio program, so we're not too interested in which which candidates are running. But what you're pointing out is uh, something that happens across the country, and that is that the libertarian candidates that might happen to be on the ballot in your local area are usually marginalized and or ignored completely. That's what they say. Thank you, Tom, for the call tonight. I appreciate it. 800-259-9231. Can't let uh, discussions of local races get 
really go on the air on this show. That, no, it just doesn't make yeah. sense. If you can der- derive some sort of uh, overriding message from uh, someone's anecdotal story or something sure. like that locally, that's great. That's but uh, yeah, after after a while, you, you got to move on. So the toll-free number here is 800-259-9231. But let's dig a little bit more into the the issue that he's bringing up, and that is that the Libertarian Party candidates on local, uh, even in local elections, get the short shrift in many cases, as he is pointing out. And it's yet another reason why working, in my opinion, working within the system is a very, very poor way to achieve liberty in our lifetime. I mean, I think that if we create our own media, we can help that situation if we've got our own people on radio and television and that sort of thing and and in newsprint then we can help those candidates in those positions but as far as creating our own media is concerned that's a slow going process as well i mean keen mm-hmm. here in new hampshire happens to have a whole lot of it uh but where there aren't really too many other liberty media centers if you will anywhere that i know of i mean gardner you do your show here out of new hampshire so yeah. new hampshire in general has more pro liberty media than i think anywhere else in it's, the world it's and it's growing it's interesting this seems to be a nexus for a lot of people thanks to the free state project and you guys and uh people like dennis goddard other folks on their local uh, cable access stations here in Keene. But will all that result, I mean, will all of that result in this Blevins character or any other libertarians actually getting any higher voter turnout? It's it's going to take a long time. You know, I think think one of the things that I I would like to to warn people against, and I know that uh, we've spoken about this before, is those who want to get involved in the political movement and try to go to their state house, try to contact their congressman or try to get someone elected to office. You know, more power to you, you all folks. And, you know, I've been there in your shoes and I may be there again. You know, I may be there out there with the signs and so on. But uh, it's it. There is a very, very, very long, long, slow curve on this. And, and I think a lot of it has to do with education. So I'd much prefer getting together with people to be able to explicate those uh, ideas that are derivative of liberty and, and explain them to them. And I think the more you, you can do that, the easier it's going to be for those folks who are in the political side. But it's going to take a while. Yeah. Uh, well, that's what the, poli- uh, you know, the political realm does is it takes a while because if the libertarian candidates don't win this year, then it's another two or four years later before they can give it another shot. Well, and everything takes a while, Ian. It takes a while to build your own media source. It sure. takes a while to get the message out. It takes everything takes a while. So do what you what you want to do. Yeah, you should do what you want to do, and all I'm suggesting is that there are other things that you can do in that two- to four-year window. Uh, Even if you are a political, motivated person, there are other things you could busy yourself with, like being the media, like – and I know the political guys have other things they do during that time. They look at the bills, and they look at the that stuff, the the sort of – yucky political stuff that they like so much. Uh, so there, there's definitely some other things you can do besides running candidates. But I wonder, you know, are we going to start seeing libertarian vote totals on uh, on an uptick here in New Hampshire? Or will we see that most of the free staters focus well, in on taking over Democratic and uh, Republican Party apparatus? To I, would, I would think that, that seems to be what's happening, happening currently. And, um, you know, I think that that's likely what's going to continue to happen. I mean, it makes the most sense to me. Which side? Which side, Mark? Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. That the, no. the I'll take over Republican and Democrat uh, apparatus. Interesting. Apparati. Well, you know, it's, uh, it's I, I think we talked a little bit about this last week, Ian. Um, and, you know, listening to what you said, Mark, you know, I, here in New Hampshire, I watched the Republican Party, which was populated formerly by a lot of people who were small government conservative Republicans, uh, very religious people. Uh, but at the same time, it was pretty easy to hang out with them because mm-hmm. they didn't want government to do all that much. And we just dis- disagreed on only a few things. 
Um, they get swept aside. They get swept aside by the new pack of neocons. They, they got swept aside because they weren't making a big enough stand. The government in New Hampshire is bigger than it ever has been. Yeah. That's a result of um, even two years ago, it was bigger than it ever had been. That was a result of uh, Republican husbandry um, mm, up exactly. until that point. They, they failed at what they what were is Republican talking. Hus- husbandry? What is that? Husbandry means they're taking care of it. You mean within the government? See, I, I mean within, within the, the I mean within the party itself. The the party itself. Well, th- that's because the party itself failed to elect liberty-minded individuals. Right, but to, what, I, what I'm saying though, Mark, is what I'm saying is that that within the party, the liberty-minded individuals were unable to to successfully achieve the numerical superiority to, to to battle those rhinos as they started to flood in. So the question is, then, what lessons can we learn from that? Is it possible that the libertarians could do what the rhinos did? Or is it possible that they'll be in a position, since the conservatives already had the edge and they got swept aside, uh, could there be a, a paradigm shift that libertarian-minded guys could get in the, or not? That's I don't where, know. The, no. um, that's, that's where uh, the, the, the activists that are going to st- start uh, spreading the word through media or yeah. whatever way, yeah. that's what, what way they come in. Because they need to educate the, pu- educate the public on how, important, how the government is a crime because mm-hmm. it's a gang of people forcing their will on you. And... Therefore, we need to keep it small um, and, you know... And you could look at the lessons that that we've gotten to learn from the Bush administration with the amount of spending that they've uh, they've brought about. You know, faster than Lyndon Johnson, faster than FDR, and the velocity and the overall size, faster than any president in the United States. And you could say, okay, look, uh, now we're going to be pushing. And and you know, if people are going to be working at that, that would be terrific. They don't have the numbers yet, but geez, you know, uh, we were at a party. Kevin Roll had a little pirate thing arr, on Friday, arr, and there was one of the free staters. Yeah, free stater, so many free staters. Five more just in the past week moving in. Wow, that's cool. Um, just awesome. And they were all there, and I said, you know what? I think if I had skepticism or if I was worried before, I'm really not so worried that things are going to change. Well, we do talk a lot about New Hampshire and what's going on here in general because this is where the action is. This is where you're going to see uh, whatever changes are coming for the, uh, the world as far as freedom is concerned. It's going to happen here. More on the way. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want if you dial toll-free to 1-800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. It is Ian here with you. And Guard. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features are free, so enjoy those on us, including the archives. If you've missed a moment of the show, just click and download. They're right there on the front page of the website, uh, all for free for you, going back an entire year. You'll find it all at freetalklive.com. Travel less, meet online, try WebEx for free. Go to WebEx.com and enter promo code 600 to start your free trial of WebEx today. That's WebEx.com, W-E-B-E-X, enter promo code 600, start your free trial of WebEx today. All right, since we started the show uh, inadvertently talking about the things going on here in New Hampshire, I know, Mark, you had had, I guess, an email or something like that in regards to this sort of, what what was this about? Something New Hampshire related, right? It it was. um, It was sort of about, uh, you you remember the drive we did, obviously you remember the drive um, that we did. uh, The membership drive for the the, Free State Project? That's correct. Where about 80 people signed up in a one-week period? It was the very successful drive. Yes. Um, it, it was the biggest week they'd had in uh, years. Move here, guys. We want you. Please. And um, there was, on Saturday night with Guard, I, uh, I guess I said something to the effect that, you know, sign up if, you're, if you 
believe in liberty, just sign up. You will figure out how to get here. Um, you know, and I and, and I think I said something to the effect that I don't even care if some people um, sign and don't move or mm. something to that effect. Now I don't I don't have a quote um, of, as to what I said, but honestly. It, w- it probably wasn't something too different than that. Well, I think yeah. you also mentioned something about, look, look, you know, there could be circumstances that once you sign up, you get here, you right. realize you can't be here. Right. But at least sign up and say, you know, I'm going to move. And so it was, uh, is it really a pledge? Is it not a pledge? Well, you know, you're looking at it as, hey, take the first step. That's that. Um, that's what I said. And there was uh, some some controversy on a message board, um, the nhunderground.com message board, that uh, you know many of the the very active liberty lovers here in the state. Um, one of them didn't like it, and uh, he had a few people that agreed with him to some extent. And you know, I I agree with his passion. He basically said, "Look, we only want." Uh, super active people here in the state to move that kind of thing. We want to get people active and we want to get them to move and and uh, rah rah. And I'm I'm for that. I do want the uh, the super active uh, liberty lovers to move to the state. However, I don't think there are that many of them. I think they can be inspired, and and we've been trying to do that for the last seven or eight years now that the Free State Project's been in in play. So I think that to some extent that's not working, you know. I mean, we've got 8,500 at the rate we're going. We'll probably be done in 2020. Yeah, that's kind of slow. And the the people that are really doing something are the ones that have moved here. And and those are the I've got nothing bad to say about those people. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think, however, that uh, the people that are uh, signed up for the Free State Project, living in other states, have a, have an opportunity that I simply do not. They can sign up friends and family in their immediate vicinity, get them on a computer, sign them up right then because. Well, they're in another state. They're qualified. I'm in the only state in America, the only place in the world where someone is not qualified to sign up for the Free State Project because I've already moved. So I would encourage those people, get one or two of your friends to sign up. Then encourage your friends to get one or two people to sign up. And it sounds so easy, but clearly people aren't doing this. They're not, and, and that, that's something that needs to be worked on. So, anyway, there, I, I got an email in, and, um, you know, th- this is from Jeff. Well, many movers are looking for super activists, and this is a good thing to have. I think having passive activists presents, um, present is good, too. I'm defending, defining passive activists as someone who is willing to move, but no more. Their value is in their dilution of resistance. Um, Whatever an activist is attempting to change, they are going to meet resistance. Passive activists will not resist and will offer support by not fighting the change. Other helpful things they will do would be things like presuming politicians, just their uh, sympathizing vote would do this. Pressuring, excuse me, pressuring politicians, just their sympathizing vote would do this. And influencing their friends and neighbors to be sympathetic. For example, I'm a passive activist. I move next door to Ian. I don't complain about couches on his property. I will never complain about the couch on his property to the government. If asked, I will state that it is none of my business. If a petition goes around the neighborhood, I won't sign it. While it's not active um, active activism, it lends popular support to those people. They change the popular opinion partially by becoming the population. And I, I, I think I, that kind of I mean, I, I see where he's coming from that. And I think it would fit into the Free State Project statement of intent. I, I agree. Mean, the sure. statement of intent's pretty nebulous. It does suggest that you, one should be active to the maximum possible extent or something like that. Maximum practical, practical I think, extent. And if, if what's practical for you is to not stick your neck out and is to be quiet, kind of behind the scenes, this silent uh, 
activist type that he's describing, perhaps maybe funnel a little bit of money into some of the organizations that you support, because certainly that would be helpful, I'm sure. Um, Those people you'd be more likely to convince to do that than anybody else, that's for sure. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so I think yeah, I'm I'm all in favor of this, Mark. I think it's a fine idea. And um, now, but I was reading the uh, the bulletin board, and I got to thinking about some issues. Which um, bullet? Our free talk live? No, no, the uh, the nhunderground.com bulletin board, okay. the forum as they call it. And I got to thinking about some issues. Uh, Lauren Canario, who's now in jail, tricked by the uh, the fibbies, and you know, driving herself up to Concord, and they locked her up. Right. She went to try to get her video camera. They stole from her a year ago. And uh, they locked her up for holding a sign uh, protesting the IRS. They did give her husband the camera back, however. Yes. Um, Not a good trade. The first time that they've uh, actually given the property to him. Right. Anyway. um, (laughs) Not a good trade. I like that. She said something to the effect that um, the Free State Project is happening right now. We're having an effect. It's going on. Liberty is being achieved step by step here in New Hampshire. The more people we get, the, and, and those people are inevitable. They are moving every single week. We have new movers to New Hampshire for the Free State Project. All you have to do to see these new movers, go to RidleyReport.com. He reports on some of them now and then. And you can't catch them all, though, that's for sure. No, yeah. How could he? Possibly. Um, there are just so many moving. Yeah. We're... The, the Free State Project is happening, so moving, so trying to get to the twenty thousand mark yeah. is kind of moving the mannequins around inside in the, uh, the the window, is how she likened it. And I have to agree. I agree too. I think personally the uh, the twenty thousand mark should be wiped out. I think that the Free State <laughs> Project should met. drop it. You know, one of the well, two. meeting it would be nice, but as you said, at the current rate, it's not going to be till 2020 before Well, people that need ideas. We had an idea last week that worked very well. Um, I'm, I'm still working on another idea. That we can't like afford it. to sustain ideas like that, though, I mean, for the long term. The idea last okay. week was each of us giving five bucks to a sure. charity in return for every right. single sign-up. That's sign just up. an idea, Ian. Yeah. Um, uh, but I've, I've, I had two ideas in the last two weeks that brought in membership. And one of them was to offer a discount on um, for advertising for Free State Project members on Free Talk Live, and I got a couple of signups from that, and that's you know that's great. So, um, and I think it was more than two weeks ago, but not much more. So it, we need people having ideas. I'm just one guy. There are 8,500 members of the Free State Project. If everybody could have a couple of ideas like I had, then off we go. We'll be at the 20,000 lickety split. I'm also working on a project to complete the tw- um, 20,000. I've had some some luck. One of our listeners uh, sent in uh, a, a suggestion that I've been following, tracking down, and it looks like uh, we're going to have a lot of luck with that, getting a list. But you know, we I I think to either we need to meet the twenty thousand quick, be quickly moving towards the twenty thousand, or wipe out the twenty thousand. But well, the I don't think I the twenty thousand is like Lauren said, window dressing. Right. Well, the reason I suggest wiping it out is there are a lot of people who are claiming already that the Free State Project is a failure for not having reached the 20,000 number by 2006, which I think some have suggested was an original deadline. I don't remember what the case was. So I feel like even if we reach 20,000 two years from now, the people that have been calling the Free State Project a failure are going to continue calling it a failure. So really, what's the point in really doing this? More on the way, it's Free Talk Live. Attention, freedom activists. If you're planning your move to New Hampshire, you know that Manchester is the heart of the Free State. But finding an apartment when you're out of state can be a major pain in the... You need Prickle. Prickle has apartment rentals designed to meet your needs. There's no minimum length of stay. They accept payment in silver or gold. And responsible firearms owners are welcome. 
To find your new home in the heart of Manchester's growing Liberty Enclave, log on right now to Prickle.com. That's P-R-I-C-L dot com. up whatever you want if you dial toll free at 800-259-9231 you can also bring what you want to the table we could uh, say that too that's the SACL CAI toll free line and uh, this is your show if you dial in 800-259-9231 it is Ian here with you and guard and Mark join us on our website at freetalklive.com all the features are free so enjoy those on us again freetalklive.com another great website with free features would be Gardner's website libertyconspiracy.com and Gardner Speaking of feeling free, you are a free man, as we discussed on uh, Friday afternoon or Friday evening show. You no longer are controlled by a radio general manager or program director. You have the ability now to create uh, whatever content in the Internet realm that you wish to create, and you have begun uh, down this road, and I think it's pretty exciting. And thank you, Ian and Mark, and everybody who has participated or will be participating at Free Talk Live. Uh, You guys are just such dynamos uh, after our conversation on Friday. Oh, cut it the butt kissing. No, it's, it was excellent, <laughs> and we've seen a lot of people responding. Essentially what we did was... That's why I brought it up, so he would kiss, uh, yes, kiss a little more Yes, yes, i got to no, build really, these yeah. guys up. You know, I love these guys. And uh, No, it wasn't us. It was our listeners that went and responded you, and You folks out there are you, great so. people. And, and uh, to, just to let you know, you know, now is a time when... Uh, I think it's extremely, extremely important to be taking a different angle and spreading the word about liberty out there on the web uh, worldwide. And when I recognized how many people were listening to my show, either streaming it or downloading the uh, the uh, the pods from iTunes or Podomatic, I, I, I thought to myself, okay, what are we going to do with this? And thanks to your help and Jason Osborne and a number of other people who are going to be participating in this, uh, if people want to get involved, uh, what we're going to be doing is... You know, sometimes uh, Johnny Lydon used to say anger is an energy and the resentment and frustration and and righteous indignation that I feel towards what is going on with the government people today and all the people who back the state has got to be released in, I think, a channeled way through educating people and getting people to participate. And we'll do it at Liberty Conspiracy through sound and writing and things like that. Gardner Unleashed. <laughs> um, it's going to be cool. You know, one thing I, I feel about your new show, the uh, the international the, the international podcast, yeah. is that you'll be able to do things differently. You won't be uh, forced to focus on a local audience and trying to uh, sort of water down the message so that the yeah. average individual will be able to get it. You'll be able to do what you do best, which is this very smart, very educated... Highbrow? Would highbrow be appropriate? Yeah, it's, it's, it's smarter <laughs> than Free Talk Live, I can yeah. tell you that. I and <laughs> Well, I, I wouldn't feel bad if people listened to Free Talk Live for a year and then said, you know, I need something more substantial than this and moved on to your show. I, I wouldn't feel bad about that. Well, I think we're going to keep a, a certain audience and, and, you know, some are going to listen to both and some are going to like yours, and I'm, I'm fine with that. Well, just to, just to let you guys know, you know, um, as you know, my background is I was injured for a lot of years and I already had libertarian uh, principles in the first place. But then I went back and did a lot of reading, did a lot of listening to these great tapes by a company called Knowledge Products, uh, written by people like Wendy McElroy, libertarian, George Smith, libertarian, uh, um, Jeffrey Rogers Hummel, libertarian, all these great people, you know, Robert Higgs, I think, is in there. So, yeah, so basically I was doing physical therapy, couldn't move around that much. It was real hard, and I just soaked all this stuff up. 
So then you get the opportunity to release it to a radio audience in, in your radius mm-hmm. as you're broadcasting. And you try to fit it in with something that's palatable to the general population, which unfortunately is composed of, in your listening audience in the capital city, mostly politicians who come in and hate it when you're actually talking about things like free markets and the fact that they've taken oaths to uphold constitutions. And they're not doing it. Yeah, Yeah. and so what I realized was with the end of the program on Wednesday, and as I mentioned, you know, I I have no animus towards the management of the station. They're really good guys, and they had to make a decision. They weren't going to be able to sell to those politicians, ad time and other things like that, and to some other folks who who were intimidated. They they said they were intimidated by the intellectual content on the show, but now (laughs) I can, you know, it's, it's just weird. I mean, here I am playing the bad song of the week, the Matoid, with Burn and Rob and Sammy Davis Jr. singing. But you know what can you do? Um, a punk rocker with intellectual content, I guess, is unusual in New Hampshire radio. So anyway, so now and Mark, you said a key, the key thing. Talking to you guys and and being able to have the opportunity to now be more creative. This has allowed me to say, oh, wait, I can take this angle. I can take out my recording equipment and go interview the guy who's like the most legendary guy talking about the history of government involvement in education. I'm going to go to his place and record it and make a special podcast, particularly I'm going to do special things for the people who uh, to, who donate and help support it. So if they well, go to the website, the to they, can, they can check it out. And thanks for letting me mention it. Hey, no yeah. problem, dude. And again, it's more great Liberty Media that's originating uh, from here in New Hampshire and it's just there's so much and there's more coming our friend Sam from New uh from Texas is on his way here. He's cr- probably going to be here by the end of the year. So I understand it. He's got a car being delivered here uh, in December. So he's got to be here for that. Yeah. Uh, so that's coming. The Obscure Truth Network is going to be originating here in New Hampshire. We've got uh, Anarchy in Your Head comic strip, which is coming out of uh, here in Keene. There's so much more. Ridley Report, you mentioned him earlier, Mark. And we want more. It's not enough. It's not good enough. We want more to the point where the status that are here in New Hampshire figure out that there's something changing, figure out that uh, they need need to probably leave just leave either get the get the message and, and get with the program and get liberty or just move to move, move back to Massachusetts or New York or wherever oh, and, it was and, you came from and you from. know Ian coming in and working with you guys is such a pleasure whether it's you know wherever you might be but one of the things i didn't realize is once I start getting the responses from people from, you know, like uh, France and, and England and Germany and Australia, they listen to the, to my little pod, well, not mm-hmm. little podcast, but, you know, hour-long presentations from the show, um, I realized this is the angle that the statists can't control. They, they have the lock on the FCC. Yes, they do. But they can't, and you, you too are are the leaders, the spearhead in this thing, along with a couple other people around the country who are involved in doing things online. And people are following you guys because you've made this sort of dynamic movement. And it, the more people get involved in it, I'm so glad that I realized that going online is where this change is going to occur. This is where it's happening here. And if people can come to New Hampshire, that is great. But we are going to spread the word through the Internet, and this this is just great. And you guys are the kings of, of doing this. Back uh, briefly to our earlier conversation about the Free State Project, a movement designed to move as many liberty-loving activists to New Hampshire as possible. Hundreds have moved so far. 
I was talking earlier about getting rid of the 20,000 pledge. The original idea behind the Free State Project was to move 20,000 people, was to have 20,000 people pledge to move, and then once the 20,000 number was reached, there'd be a five-year window in which those folks would, would be able to move. Obviously, a lot of people said, screw that, I'm not waiting, and they came early, and thank goodness they did, because they've managed to create all these wonderful things, these networks, these uh, activist opportunities here in New Hampshire. Not to mention, um, I'd, I'd like to, to point out that uh, during this most recent uh, primary election, they ran 169, 167 liberty-oriented candidates. They they got a uh, 80 or better on the NHLA's, uh, you know, scale, which means yeah. that you know they got a B plus or something. So 80 or better, that's pretty libertarian. Um, it would fall in the Nolan chart in libertarian. Okay. And they ran 167 and like 153. My numbers are pretty close if made they're not through. exactly right. Um, they made it through the primary, and so therefore they'll be in the general. And I'd say. That that we got a pretty good chance of, at the very least, getting half of those people in. We have I'd say that that's kind of, optimistic, and that's yeah. into the state house, as I understand it. All those people are going into the state house. You you get a uh, you get twenty in, and you'll have a voting block. I mean, significant. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, at least uh, thirty six yeah. was what uh, you know uh, three dozen was what uh, Dennis Goddard, uh, chief of the NHLA, um, said, and I believe him, and that's fine with me. And I'm sure we're going to get that kind of number, which means that we have likely successfully stopped big government growth here in New Hampshire. How's your state doing? <laughs> That's a good question. Now, about uh, getting rid of that 20,000 number, some people will say, well, then you're a failure. Then the Free State Project is a failure. Of course, those same people are already saying the Free State Project is a failure. Right. Those people are never going to move. They don't care to do enough about liberty. Right. Uh, and you had said Wayne, uh, one of our co-hosts, had made a, a suggestion as to why it might be a good thing for people to consider the Free State Project a failure. Right. Uh, well, you know, he had said that. Um, for, uh, for, I guess Gardner brought up another reason, so there's two reasons, but I'll give mine in the Gardner. Um, one is that basically, do we want the opposition, whomever they might be, to know that we were successful? And what's the other reason? Well, maybe we'll get back to that after the commercial. We'll I don't want to go over. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up what you want. Plus, coming up, we'll check over into the U.K. Haven't seen what's going on with their police state recently. Looks like they're recruiting some new snitches. We'll tell you who in moments. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up one new one. Just dial toll-free to 1-800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line, and it's Ian here with you. And Guard. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. You like the show, want to help support Free Talk Live, then you can shop with us at amazon.freetalklive.com. Entering Amazon through that link will allow you to purchase whatever you need to buy in over 41 categories to shop. Uh, there are, let's see, 41-plus categories and used items. So even if you're buying used items or if you're buying one of those digital items that doesn't really get shipped to you, it's like one of those downloadable movies, for instance, Free Talk Live will get a percentage on whatever you purchase if you enter through Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. And that does include Garner Goldsmith's book, uh, which he is selling through Amazon.freetalklive.com called Live Free or Die. Indeed, my friends. Yes. You've got a mind like a steel trap. It's Let's, incredible. Oh, what, hey, uh, yes. before we go to the calls, I, I just wanted to answer uh, what Mark said about the uh, the Free State. Sure, I was sure. Go the the Free State there. Project, uh, I was talking about how they should get rid of, in my opinion, the 20,000 number. It was an, a, a number that was chosen originally because the founder of the project decided that 20,000 was the amount of 
I guess, passive activists, really, that, that you were talking about earlier, Mark, these activists that aren't really going all out, uh, that it would take to sort of in, heavily influence a state in a pro-liberty direction. He later understood that most people moving for the Free State Project tended to be better than passive activists. He changed his number to 12,000 at that point, and even 2,000 super activists would be tremendous. Yes. So the 20,000 number at this point is pretty arbitrary, and yeah. it should, in my opinion, should be removed in order to focus on a, a very positive message of, okay, here's how many have moved, how many will it take to convince you to move, I, or I don't when disagree. are you going to move? Yeah, I don't disagree with that and with what you're saying, but really, uh, you, you know, the only people that can change that are the people on the board of the uh, Free State Project, and they might might have, uh, you know, b- reasons that they think that it's a good idea or a bad idea, and we, I can't control that. What I can control is telling people, forget about signing up, move to, move to New Hampshire. Well, I think uh, I think both perspectives have a lot of uh, salutary portions to them, and I, as, as, as <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, you know, there are positives and negatives to this. One of the major major things is um, you'll be criticized if you change the number to say, oh, well, you changed the number because uh, you couldn't get enough people. Uh, you know, you're not being honest. Don't change the number. Well, just get, get rid of it. Getting rid of it is the same. It might be have, have the same, same effect. But I, you know, I don't know how long that would last, but and those, I don't really know whether critiques, that matters. Well, those critiques have been coming in ever since 2006 because it was my understanding the original 20,000 goal was set to uh, was set to end in two, uh, 2006, yeah. and they extended it. So that's when the the bulk of those critiques came through. In, yeah. Inevitably, those same people are going to continue critiquing the project. They're not going to turn around and say, oh, congratulations, guys, you finally made it. Yeah, if you do yeah, finally make it to 20,000 yeah. in 2012, for instance, yeah. because then that's six years later, and to them, the project has already been a failure. There may be a few other people out there that would say, well, that's it, I'm not moving, you didn't make it to 20,000, but really, how badly do you want freedom mm-hmm. if that's all that's going to throw you off from How badly moving? do you really want freedom if you're going to wait? If we're having success here in New Hampshire now, you're hearing my voice, you're understanding what we're saying, um, as far as the successes we've had, and you're going to wait until five years after you know, the twenty thousand. I mean, in a way, in a way, how bad do you want? Uh, it would be interesting if they, if the, let's say hypothetically they were to set another number. Again, it would be arbitrary, and it's all going to be arbitrary. But let's say they set another number, not worrying that anybody would say, "Ha ha, you had to change your number" or something like that. Because who gives a flying crap? Whatever those people say, it doesn't They're matter. They're going to laugh. You know, so whatever. yeah, either way. So let's say they set another number. Would it be possible? This is what I was thinking about before the break. Uh, would it be possible that that number, almost like trying to reach a donations goal for uh, for a charity, like you guys mm-hmm. were doing, uh, in a way, if you've got the number, the, you know, as you start approaching it, would that spur some people to get involved? And then once you reach the number. How would that psychologically affect those people who were on the edge? Would they say, oh, well, they already reached the number, so I don't feel we the same impetus, and I'm not going to move, and or, or maybe I'll take more time? Or would they say, holy crap, this is great. I'm going. Uh, I can't I question. can't say one or the other. I mean, it's really just speculation, idle speculation. But either way, the project is fantastic. And as a guy from New Hampshire who has seen you guys come in and seen so many other people, and you mentioned Dennis Goddard before from the New Hampshire Liberty Alliance. It's got to seem like an explosion of activity to oh, you. Oh, absolutely. And, and you know what? It's inspiring things. I just spoke with Glenn. Jacobs on the phone, they're doing a similar From the thing. WWE, also known yeah, as Kane. Kane. And, uh, and, you know, uh, I, I don't think Glenn would mind me uh, mentioning this on the air. Over in Tennessee, they're going to be doing a similar thing in the Tennessee Liberty Alliance, and they're going to be marking and watching some of their their representatives and things like that. So New Hampshire can lead the way with these people. Uh, we can really lead the way. It's so much creative energy, and, and the more free staters come here, the better it'll be. 
Which is why I say getting rid of that 20,000 mark allows us to focus in on actually getting people to move. Because when you say to people, well, if you sign up and then we reach 20,000, then there's this five-year window in which then you can move. Or you can use one of the early moving options. There's like all these different conf- – it's just it takes a really long time to explain. And the, the basic level of the project seems to be, well, let's wait. Let's wait together until we get to 20,000 and then do something about it. Whereas if that 20,000 number wasn't there, we could just simply be promoting, look at all of this activism. Look at what has happened here. As Marcus said, you know, is that happening in your state? For the most part, no. Mm. So look at all of these examples of activism. Isn't that exciting? Isn't it great? We've already had X hundred people. It's over 600, I think, or close to yeah, 600 about now. 600 now. Yeah. 600 people have moved here that we know of. There's probably another two or 300 phantom movers that we don't know about. And are you ready to move? You know, what's it going to take to get you to say yes? Then we're focusing on, a, I think, a real tangible sales pitch as opposed to this sort of pie in the sky. Oh, 20,000, we've got to get there. You'll be one of them, won't you? Yeah, but then 20,000 comes around. But then yeah. by the time, here's another big problem with the 20,000 number is. By the time 20,000 rolls around, whether it's in 2012 or 2010 or 2020 or whatever, by the time that number rolls around and the longer and the further off it is, you're going to have drop-off. And what I mean by that is there are going, are going to be going to people. People are people going are to just, get married. People are going to move out of the country. They're going to move. They're going to forget to tell the Free State Project that they've moved. So you hit 20,000 in 2015, and then 20,000 letters go out to 20,000 addresses that says, hey, it's time. Now you've got five years. You need to move as part of the Free State Project. But what happens you know, when 12,000 of the 20,000 letters get returned to sender because the person's not there anymore? Well, that's a push. I, I, we, we can't say how many that would happen with. I can't say how many, but I can tell you this, Mark. It will happen to when, some. When I was running the Free State Project's local group down in the Suncoast area of Florida... I was given the list of Free State Project members in Manatee, Sarasota, DeSoto, Mm. uh, and I I think Lee County. Anyway, several counties, Manatee, Sarasota, DeSoto counties down in Florida. So I called every single one of them. And I uh, did my best to get in touch with as many of these people as possible. A good chunk of them, numbers disconnected. No way to, to to verify that the person actually still lived there. You know, but I reverse know checked the, the address. Is. I reverse checked the addresses, and I did everything I could to to try to dig up a way to contact these people. The vast majority of the people on that list were incommunicado. Vast, vast majority. Yes, absolutely. Mm. So you're gonna you're gonna go on record saying more than fifty percent. I'm gonna say fifty percent incommunicado, and then of some of the ones I actually did get in touch with, many of them did not remember actually signing up for the Free State Project. Who? So yeah, that's. <laughs> Exactly right. So you've got a real problem where over time you've had people that maybe back in 2003, that's when I signed up, I think, you know, back in 2001 or two or three, they heard about the Free State Project, got excited, signed up, and then... That was it. Especially you know, if they were in college and now they're no longer in touch with those people that they uh, used to hang out with in college. Who uh, knows things what change, it was that, they move, they get new jobs. Yeah, everybody's yeah. got their own personal situation. But the further you get from that original person signing up for the Free State Project, the more likely one of those things will happen. Them moving or just dropping in, changing interests or forgetting about it or whatever. So I really think that... If you can get somebody excited enough to sign up, they should be excited enough at that point to start making plans for as, as far as when they would move. Still, let people make decisions as far as, well, I'll move if there are 5,000 people going to move, or I'll move if there are 2,000 people going to move. Let them customize their, their decision to sign up. But it seems to me the 20,000 number at this part at this point is a, is a burden and unnecessary to the entire process. However, so. 
It's still there. It's still and, there. Um, you know, while it's there, I'd like to meet it. Let's go to your calls and talk to Dave, listening in Athens to WAIS. Hello, Dave. What's on your mind tonight? I could you guys get the uh, local paper, the Athens News, on the Internet, because there was an interesting article, letter to the editor, about the police state and how it's bad. Really? It is bad. Uh, so can you summarize it for us? Because I don't have that in front of me. I'm not going to say the name of who wrote it, but it says Murray N. Rothbard says that no act of state can increase social utility happiness. The state defined as that institution which goes beyond the role of rights protector and regulates the lives of individuals along with, as Carl Jung says, depriving the individuals of moral decisions on how he should live his life. Dave, thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you. Basically saying there that uh, the state cannot increase happiness. It it has to be a negative on things because it steals in order to do what it does. So if one person's happiness is increased by the state... Uh, you have to. It's the seen and the unseen. You may be able to see the person receiving the welfare check, but what about all of the others who were stolen from um, via taxation, the co- coercive taxation, in order to send that welfare check? What about all of them, the unseen? They got hurt. More on the way. It's Free Talk Live. Our archives, website, and podcast will continue to stay free, but if you think other people deserve to hear this show, consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month at amp.freetalklive.com. Help free some minds. Visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves and bring up whatever you want, dialing toll-free to 1-800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. And it's Ian here with you. And Guard. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. Right into your calls about what you want. Still to come, we'll tell you who the U.K. is enlisting as their newest snitch squad. But first, we talk to Tim in Pennsylvania. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Tim. Hello. Um... What's on your mind, Tim? Well, I thought uh, my fellow listeners might uh, be interested uh, in this announcement uh, that Ron Paul has endorsed Chuck Baldwin. Is it true? Where's your what's your source on that? Well, the Campaign for Liberty website. Um, really? Yes. Well, I thought uh, he endorsed all um, third-party candidates. Yeah, he said vote for anybody. But well, it's actually changed? this this, you know, this long essay which uh, goes into uh, detail about how uh, the Libertarian Party candidate kind of dissed Ron Paul. And uh, said that you know he should really Ron Paul should really be making a choice, not split the liberty vote. And so at the end, in kind of a, a nice little sentence, it says, "I've thought about the unsolicited advice from the Libertarian Party candidate, and he has convinced me to reject my neutral stance in the November election. I'm supporting Chuck Baldwin, the Constitution Party candidate." Very interesting. Oh. Yeah, you know what? I just called it up. There's a website, yep. BallotAccess.org. Yep, and it says, uh, "You're right. I've." I've thought about the unsolicited advice from the Libertarian Party candidate, and he has convinced me to reject my neutral stance in the November election. I'm supporting Chuck Baldwin, the Constitution Party candidate. Interesting change. In your uh, eye, Barr. <laughs> yeah. Still uh, doesn't really do much to excite me. I certainly understand that it's going to do a lot for Mr. Baldwin. All the Ron Paul activists out there likely are going to, or a good chunk of them, will likely go ahead and throw their weight behind this uh, this Baldwin character. And we had a, an extensive discussion about this guy last week. Uh, Nick from Free Minds TV, Free Minds Radio, was on the air with me at the time. 
and we kind of dug into the Constitution Party's uh, platform, uh, and it's just bad news. I mean, for anybody that loves liberty and likes the idea of allowing one's neighbor to live free so one can also be free as well, uh, these Constitution Party people, they don't understand that. They don't understand non-aggression. They may get it on some issues like lower taxes and all that, but these people it's also – got to be better than what we've got. They also want to crack down on uh, the, the freedom to travel. They want to crack down the on so-called – border is a huge thing. For yep, them. immigrants. Yeah. Uh, they want to crack down on uh, – they want to continue the war on drugs. Yeah. So uh, these people have a particular – moral set that they would like to impose via, impose on everyone via the government system and it's just they're despicable you i know can't what's interesting despicable. by the very by the very use of the term constitution party i know a lot of the people who are involved uh with that movement or have been in the past and uh you know like for example howard phillips ran as president of the constitution mm-hmm. party banner and, and on many issues he's great but you're right there are they they tend to sort of adhere to what they believe is a traditional patriotic american using the term constitution it's uh, you know hearkening back to the old days of the founding fathers and they think that they've got um i'm not going to be totally disparaging because i like a lot of their positions but it seems as if they they feel as if they have a lock hold on what the founders would have thought and uh, sometimes the founders were wrong, and in some Absolutely. cases they're not right about what the founders thought. Tim, your thoughts on this uh, endorsement by uh, Ron Paul? Well, I haven't really investigated Chuck Baldwin until this announcement. I'm watching this video. It's it's actually kind of scary. He actually identifies himself as coming from the religious right. He Doesn't says he exactly. graduated from Liberty University, which is Jerry Falwell. Jerry Falwell, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, the whole camp, yeah, very, very evangelical uh, movement in the Constitution Party. Yeah, yeah, not too thrilled about that. But, yep. Um, well, there you go. But with regard to the discussion about the um, the twenty thousand mark on the uh, Free State Project, has anyone ever discussed uh, replacing that with um, a smaller pledge, maybe a thousand people to move to one town uh, within New Hampshire to? There have been some discussions about the, uh, you know, what has been called in the past the Free Town Project, and they're it, essentially adopting the same, um, uh, what, as same thing as what we've uh, been talking about here. There's uh, the Grafton, New Hampshire, is what they're calling the Free mm-hmm. Town Project, and they um, don't need a thousand. To, uh, they they are quite successful up there. They've uh, they've already got uh, Free State type people, uh, liberty oriented people in office in Grafton, and there's not that many offices. They don't have newspaper. a zoning board. They have no zoning. Um, right. So, yeah, things are really happening in Grafton. Absolutely. Yeah. But there is no uh, movement within the Free State. The, th- when I say things are happening, I don't mean a grocery store. The Free State Project doesn't actually have any apparatus to make something like that happen. That would have to be, I think, separate from the Free State Project. That would Project. be entirely separate. Right. So, uh, Free Keen is my website. It's not like. It's not particularly like the Freetown Project exactly, in that this is a much bigger area. Keen is a. Population of twenty five thousand. I think Grafton has a thousand people or something. Well, it like depends that. on what you want out of life. Yeah. Um, if you, you know, if you don't mind living rurally and driving, you know, ten or fifteen minutes to the grocery store at least. I think to some extent Grafton's we, okay. Um, if you want to live in a city, then Keene's the way to go. Well, I mean, and there are different uh, people that will say different things. There are different factions. I mean, there's the Manchester group that's going to mm-hmm. point out that Manchester is the biggest city of them all with a hundred thousand population. Certainly, it's got uh, the biggest much nightlife. more metropolitan. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, they, and of course. Uh, they are also telling. From what I understand, there are a lot of families that are living out on the seacoast. Yeah. So that might be the place to go if you've got a family. There's no real 
a centralized hub, a website of information that's got all these different areas kind of playing off one another. Uh, it's just that they're all sort of self-organizing. So freekeen.com is a good place to go see what's going on in Keen and to learn what you know the activism is about here. I don't think there's any central hub for Grafton. It's just sort of known that that's where the small town uh, free staters are, are. A lot of them are going to. So as you kind of get plugged into the movement at freestateproject.org on their message board or nhfree.com's message board, you'll start to learn who's kind of promoting what area. But I think it'd be great if you know if you wanted to start promoting one of those uh, those areas. If you picked a favorite and and uh, got out there and promoted it, I think that'd be fantastic. It's brilliant. It's a great idea. Any other thoughts, Tim? I had signed up for the Free State Project, and uh, I don't know that I'll be able to uh, move by the end of 2008. And I was thinking maybe it's like a fundraising um, gimmick. You could uh, maybe sell uh, extensions to the pledge. Um, you know, to the first 1,000? Yeah, the first 1,000 pledge. Um, you know, $25, you can extend the pledge to move by it, it, It's a good idea, but it's, it, it harkens me to the idea of absolutions from the priests, uh, <laughs> you know, the Martin Luther. I mean, somebody's going to be pounding a uh, poster up on my door. If I, if I do <laughs> feel a bit guilty that I won't be able to move by the end of the Well, that's okay. Just uh, just use that guilt as uh, your impetus to get it happen. Uh, you know, make I'll it tell you what, sooner. I'll absolve you if you sign one person up for the Free State Project. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there you go. Thanks, Tim, every, for the call Every tonight. month okay. you're, you're gone, you need to sign a new person up for the Free State Project. <laughs> yeah, there you go. one 800 259 31 is the number for us. You can bring up anything. We talked to Johnson in California. Whoa, my goodness. I don't know what that is. Johnson, are you there, sir? Hey, can you hear me? Yes, hey, sir. Johnson. Okay. Uh, so, are you are you on a speakerphone before you go on? Uh, no, I'm not. I am on a Bluetooth earpiece. I can try it's turning awful. it off. Yeah, turn it off if you could, please. Okay, uh, just a moment. One of the problems with the, the handsets is, you know, they work great for driving and all, but they just don't have... The, the power kind of crispness, the the quality that you really need to. Do so it sound, sound better? Yes. yes, it sounds a little better. Go it ahead. Mu- sir. It must be it must be low on power. I must have a bad phone connection because I have called you on that earpiece before, and it normally sounds pretty good. But anyway, uh, what I want to call about is, and I kind of I don't enjoy talking this way, but I feel like I need to take you guys to task a lot. Okay. Um, it just. It's a little bit of a turnoff. First of all, the first thing that started was with uh, Ian talking about uh, dropping the 20,000 number, which is just a huge off-putting idea to me. In so much as if the uh, Free State Project uh, does, you know, the the leaders of the Free State Project get rid of that 20,000 number, I'm not going to consider myself a member anymore. The document that I signed said 20,000. That's what I believe is necessary. I don't care if it takes 2020 to get to that number. I do think people should move now, but I think getting rid of that number, I will no longer consider myself a member of the Free State Project. Now, that doesn't preclude me from moving anyway and getting involved in liberty so maybe i don't have a huge strong stance to stand on there i don't know yeah i don't know that there is a uh, johnson i don't think there there necessarily is a membership to the free state project i've been thinking about this and it's really signers and once you've moved it doesn't matter whether you signed or not you're here so if they got rid of the 20,000 number then you wouldn't be a signer necessarily because there wouldn't be anything to sign for and you'd just move you'd be a free stater if you moved we're going to bring you back here 800-259 9231 is the SACL CAI toll free line. You can bring up what you want. Talking about moving as many liberty loving people to the same place. New Hampshire is the place that has been chosen. What's the best, most effective way to make that happen sooner rather than later? It's Free Talk Live. This is Free 
Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want if you dial toll-free to 1-800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line in here with you. Vanguard. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features are free, including the archives, the wiki, the updates. Get signed up. We'll clue you in whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live. Just go to updates.freetalklive.com. Get on the list for free. That is updates.freetalklive.com. You know, we talk a lot uh, about freedom here on Free Talk Live. My first exposure to the concepts of liberty came from superhero comic books when I was a kid. Captain America specifically. Right now, Free Talk Live listeners can get an autographed set of Freedom Force comic books for only 12 bucks, shipping included. Check out the child-friendly superhero adventures of Minuteman, Liberty Lad, Manbot, and El Diablo. The uh, first of the Freedom Force team at tinyurl.com slash freedomforce or... Look for the Freedom Force ad on Free Talk Live's uh, homepage. That's uh, the Freedom Force ad on our homepage. There you go. As we continue with your phone calls about whatever you want, Johnson's still on the line in California talking about how I had suggested earlier the Free State Project, a movement of as many, trying to get as many liberty-loving people, uh, hopefully activists, to move to New Hampshire, get active for liberty so we can actually achieve it in our lifetimes. And I had suggested that the initial uh, pledge, the 20,000, they were trying to reach 20,000 people a pledge that they would move uh, once 20,000 other or 19,999 other people pledged to move. I think it's outdated. I think it's unnecessary at this point, and I suggested getting rid of it. You called, Johnson, to suggest that if the 20,000 mark is eliminated, you would no longer consider yourself a member of the Free State Project. Is that correct? correct? Whether or not that matters or not, considering that I still plan on moving to New Hampshire and still plan on participating in freedom, you know, maybe it doesn't make a difference. But I think to examine and to think that that's somehow going to make the Free State Project grow faster is completely erroneous, because if you examine for the fact that the Free State Project, look at how fast it was growing before they chose the state, and that wasn't anything that was unpredictable. I knew well in advance that as soon as they chose the state that the numbers were going to slow, because it changes the very idea of what the movement is about. It becomes something that is sort of, it goes from being a nebulous concept into being uh, sort of tinfoil hat-wearing territory when you, you know, chose New Hampshire. And I think that would have been true of any state, but, uh, you know, I think that that number, the, the original concept is still somewhat important in that, you know, when I originally signed, I definitely, the idea was definitely concrete in my head, hey, this number, 20,000, that is a very concrete number, and if they can reach that, then yes, Definitely within five years, I can move for that ideal. Without that ideal, you know, I mean, I'm still willing to move now because I do know that some things are going on in New Hampshire, but that's the other topic that I want to talk about. Well, before you get to your other topic, I never, I don't, if I, if it seemed like I was suggesting that getting rid of the 20,000 number would increase signups, I didn't intend to suggest that. I don't know what would happen as a result of getting rid of the 20,000 number. I just think that it's a, I think that it's, a distraction from encouraging people to move sooner, if you still have that 20,000 goal out there, it just kind of muddles the the whole idea of promoting signing up for the Free State Project. Are you promoting that they sign up for moving you know, sometime in the future which at this indeterminate point, or are you promoting them signing up to move as soon as they possibly can and figuring out how soon they can move? I'd rather have somebody signing up with the intention of, okay, I'm going to move by this date. I've set this out. There's, no, there's nothing indeterminate here. 
There's no arbitrary point that they have to reach in order to trigger my move. I think that uh, I just think it'd be more focused as far as the people that were signing up. They would know they were signing up to move soon as opposed to like, oh, someday when you reach 20,000 and then five years from then. It just seems a little bit more concrete to me. That's all. I guess, as usual, I fall somewhere between you and Mark. I mean, it seems like Mark and you are somewhat in agreement on this, but then Mark normally talks about how, you know, people should just sign. And, again, I feel like with the 20,000 number, first of all, you can't really get rid of it because the original people who signed that document, they signed because it said 20,000. That is true. Or they signed when that's there. And no matter what, I mean, to me, that number is still there, no matter what. Even if it's taken away, it's only going to make me feel like, hey, I don't even want to be a part of this anymore. But Hmm. the other thing that I want to talk about... Thanks for the the insight. And and, and all I have to say is whatever does not inspire intonising anger and frustration. You know, the last thing you want to see is anybody feeling resentful about anything that's a positive movement towards gathering people for liberty. So uh, if, it, if, it, if it becomes very, very frustrating, hopefully people will just drop it and say, you know what, whatever. It, it was, it's something that is, is uh, people are learning as they go on this thing, you know. The other thing that I want to talk about and I think is, that is uh, sort of important along those lines is a sense of, and this is this is what I was talking about when I was saying that I don't like talking this way because it's you know I, it's very negative, it's pessimistic, but maybe it's also realism. Um, I feel like you guys talk and promote this as though things are happening. You know, New Hampshire is the freest state in, in the country right now, and people are moving, and and all this stuff is happening. And I sort of brought this up in the the Free Talk Live chat, the AMP chat, and, and I had a lot of people kind of agreeing with me is that. Uh, New Hampshire, the free state, seems to be more active, but not really more free. I mean, can I you name... I wouldn't disagree with with you on that um, point too much. Um, there's, you know, at this point, things are happening to roll back uh, government in New Hampshire. And one can pick, you know, certain areas. Uh, for instance, I think the taxes, the property taxes in Florida are lower. And likely the state taxes in Florida are lower in general because the tourists come and pay for the taxes as opposed to uh, the residents, which is what happens here in New Hampshire. Litany. I mean, but, but there's a whole litany mark of things. I mean, there's, you know, gambling is legal. Prostitution is legal in Nevada. I mean, there are, there are so many different places that have all these areas of freedom that are so much more free than New Hampshire. In Nevada, like um, in Nevada, you can't have prostitution and gambling in the same county. So you have to, right. you know, live on. If, I mean, okay. you know, you're still traveling a county which is the size of New Hampshire, likely, in order to get to the next place where the prostitution's legal. Gambling I is somewhat that. legal and in New Hampshire, and you know, I mean, you still have to wear your seatbelt in Nevada to go to those brothels. You don't have to in New Hampshire. You can't carry your gun right. on your hip to go to those brothels in um, Nevada. You can in New Hampshire. Try carrying your gun on, a, on your hip into the that casino. Happened since the Free State Project came into effect, since people started moving, those aren't changes that free staters have made. I want to see. No, you know, when you start talking about right, uh, I understand you, Johnson. Free- the Free State Project is in its incipience. We, I mean, we've it's only had infancy. a few infancy. Yeah. We, we, we've only had, uh, you know, it's, it's only just begun. How are we going to have turned it back? I mean, right. I understand 600 that. People. But what I'm pointing out, 
What I'm pointing out is the way you guys are talking about the Free State Project as though these things have happened already. They have. I don't think we've suggested uh, look, that. We give facts, Johnson, facts that you can reference and um, look at. The 150 I, I, people I that are going to the election. Look, Johnson, That's I would not let Ian tell you that New Hampshire is a free state. <laughs> I wouldn't let him do it. It's a utopia here, actually. Right. It's, it's just not. I mean, I will not let him t- you know, tell you those things. I will let him tell the truth, fact by fact. But The truth is, this is the place with the most liberty activism in the the world. That's the truth. There I is think nothing that's what else needs out to be there. said consistently, not that it's the freest state. I've never said that. I've never made the claim that New Hampshire is the freest state. Never have you I made that to... claim. I don't know. Okay, well, I, I've heard it. I don't believe but... I. I don't recall having made that claim on this program. I don't know if there's any way to, to determine how, how could what one is the quantify the, the statement. Yeah. So I mean, there, there, what you have is a uh, we have the number one product kind of statement. You can't quantify which state is the freest yeah. because what are the numbers? You know, who, which states can you carry a gun in your hip? What freedoms are important? To I think you? I've suggested that when you cross the border into New Hampshire, you might feel a little freer in that you can take your you be uh, a freer. take out your gun and you can take off your seatbelt. Uh, but is it the most free state? I don't know. There are a lot of qualifications, a lot of things to look at there. That's close. It's in Johnson the top five. The I've got a little bit more if you can hold me. I, I don't can't, know but uh, call break. us tomorrow night, my friend. we got somebody waiting. More on the way. It's Free Talk Live. Would you like to help others find Free Talk Live? You can help us advertise, market, and promote the show at amp.freetalklive.com. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier now for $3 a month and get some cool bonuses at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want just by dialing toll-free to 1-800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. It is Ian here with you. And Garth. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features are free, so enjoy those on us. And uh, those features include the Shrine of Female Listeners, the dozens of ladies who've sent us their validated photo and prove they listen to the show. Head over to shrine.freetalklive.com. See what it's all about at shrine.freetalklive.com. And are you remodeling your kitchen or bathroom? Well, now you can purchase knobs and poles at wholesale prices and support a business that supports Free Talk Live. Internobs.com. Save 10% on your order by using the code FTL at checkout. That's internobs.com, I-N-T-E-R-K-N-O-B-S.com. Friendly service and wholesale prices for knobs and poles all at internobs.com. Somebody suggested that perhaps Alaska may be a freer place than New Hampshire. Let's take a look at that in a bit. But first go to Fletcher, who's been waiting patiently in Wisconsin. You're on Free Talk Live. Fletcher. Hey, thanks. What's on um, your mind tonight? Yeah. What? What's on your mind tonight, Fletcher? Oh, yeah. I just wanted to talk about the, uh, the AIG bailout and uh, <laughs> how I think it's actually sort of a good thing in a way. What do you mean? Well, um... Well, first, I want to say that my uh, my roommate's a big fan of yours. He's he's even got like a, a New Hampshire map hanging on the wall in the dorm here. Excellent! So I he, think that's great. It helps you yeah. visualize uh, what, what's coming next. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's, tell him to put that a, map it's kind up. Kind of a Zen thing for Tell him. him to put that map up on his uh, New Hampshire wall when he gets here. All right, there you go. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's someday, you know. It's like Mecca. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I think the uh, the AIG bailout is is kind of actually a good thing because I mean, really, we need them. Um, we need AIG as a company, and we can't just we can't just allow this to happen. Oh man, I thought you were going to say you thought it was a good thing because people would start to recognize the perfidy and corruption inside the monetary system and how it's uh, ruled by political interests. You're saying it's actually good for the economy. Well, that's true too, but um, what? <laughs> how can you have both of those? <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just <laughs> fooling. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> well, um, that's true too. That I mean, it's it's uh, obviously bringing 
uh, this corruption to to the American people's uh, knowledge. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I think it's ridiculous. But don't that, the American people already know the government is corrupt? I mean, don't they understand the politicians lie? Don't they get that already? I, I think they do, but not not to the degree that it is. I mean, this this is the kind of stuff that's been uh, swept under the rug but, for, uh, for years and years. You know, you know? I, I, I want to allow you to go into your details on this, but I have to say, you know, a little bit earlier uh, we, we had a call about Murray Rothbard and uh, – also, just a little bit about what is seen and what is not seen, and the trouble yeah. with the thesis that is that is offered by some people who are supporters of free markets that the AIG thing could be a good thing for free markets down mm-hmm. the line because people will learn about it is you're running into the Bastiat syndrome of what is seen and what is not seen. Frederick Bastiat described it in the 1800s. What you will not, what the American people are not going to see is the $1 trillion tax burden that's taken away in opportunity costs and given to these businesses to buy up the from these banks these bad assets. So the trillion dollars that I could have had in my hand, well, you know, 300 uh, million Americans could have I mean, had in their yeah, hand to I mean, buy this is, widgets. This is negative for the American people, but, I mean, you know, this is like a... A global economy now. Yeah, I mean, but we have you, to look at. At that point, you're robbing the American people. Too. Hold on, you're you're robbing the American people in order to support the global economy. Do you think that's fair? Um, it may not necessarily be fair, but in my defense, your mom's a sweet piece of ass. Thanks for the Whoa. call. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Very sophisticated. That's the SACL CAI toll free line for you. <laughs> Uh, what are you going to do? Oh, there you go. Anyway, but you know, you know, it's an interesting point just to bring up real quick. Um, you know, you can liken this to, let's say you've got a drunk who is going into absolute delirium tremors or, or a drug addict who's going into DTs and he needs something or else his whole body's going to just kick out on him. So you give him this short-term fix, right? But in giving them a short-term fix... You know, you take money from somebody to give him this short-term fix. What you've done is you've set it up that later on he's going to be caught, in, you know, like drunk. He's going to hit somebody in a car. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I'm for I'm for giving the drunk the short-term fix because I think medically that makes good sense. What I am not for is walking outside of, uh, you know, the the, uh, the the recovery center with a gun and taking money from somebody in order to get that fix for that drunk. Yeah, and you know what? The analogy isn't really that apt either because well, I was I was talking to my brother about this uh, real quick. I, imagine, <clears throat> excuse me, a lot of people think that uh, if this weren't done, like my brother and I were talking about, and he said, well, you know, if if this weren't done, if if the government didn't pull through, then the whole system would have collapsed. I said, but the thing (laughs) is, Pete, imagine imagine what it was like in in post-Soviet Poland. They did the, the shock therapy thing. If you don't do the shock therapy thing and allow things to liquidate properly on an economic scale, and I'm, I'm going to go into this a little bit more over at Liberty Conspiracy, but imagine you have two, sca- two, two charts, and you have one chart that's a rectangular chart, horizontal, and on the uh, one axis you have time, which is, um, which is left to right, and then uh, the upper axis is the uh, the effect on the economy, how badly it's affected. So that's your that's your okay. perpendicular axis, and your horizontal axis is is time. So if you if you allow the marketplace to operate properly, even though it's been all screwed up, you're going to see a sharp downturn in the market, but then a curve upwards in real growth, real growth, right, and relative growth. But if you've got, and I, I don't want to be too abstract in it, but it, imagine another chart 
where the government comes in and uses tax money to substitute so that the downturn isn't as sharp. It goes in these little stages. Unfortunately, you'll get these little upticks here and there, but the relative scale is always going to be in the negative. It has to be you've t- because you've taken money out of other people's pockets. So what you so have the wealth is, won't build as much in the long term. Right. In saying. the long term, so what you've only, got are you're not you're not delaying the inevitable. You're making the inevitable worse. Right. What you've got are on the on that second chart. What you've got are these little upticks and further downticks in an ever decreasing rate of return on the money that you've taken from people it doesn't go up slowly it's it goes down up a little bit down more mm-hmm. down more up a little bit down more down more down more down more it continues in that curve and and this is what these people don't understand when you look at economics there's no way that you can get around it if you're not allowing the marketplace to make the decisions it, just, it doesn't work any other way so I think it's a brilliant point. Yeah, I got to explore that more. I'll, I'll come back to you guys, or I'll, I'll do something online for that. Over at your website, libertyconspiracy.com, the toll-free number here for you is 800-259-9231. Is Alaska the freest state, or is it New Hampshire, or is it uh, one of the other western states like Wyoming? I think the debate uh, still continues on, but I guess, Mark, you were saying during one of the breaks that what really matters is what you want, right? I mean, if you want gambling and prostitution now, then you should go to New Nevada. I mean, if what you want is instant gratification, right. I you can get... Freedom to me does not mean gambling and prostitution. Um, if I wanted to gamble, I would have spent more time on cruise ships in Florida. I yeah. sure didn't. Um, if I, yeah, there, there are, There's gambling here. I could play uh, the, the, uh, at, uh, Hold'em, Texas Hold'em. We at, gambled in the streets and nobody arrested us. Well, for pennies. Um, <laughs> that's gambling not gambling. gambling. That's playing. If, as, long as, you, as long as there's a potential for loss or gain, then you're gambling. I understand you're doing it as a civil disobedience. It doesn't, to me, qualify as gambling. If you want to gamble, let's get together tonight and we'll play Texas Hold'em. And then you'll see what it's like to gamble. Um, <laughs> the, uh, however, I could play Texas Hold'em at a local casino. They, d- they have them here attached to the dog track. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I didn't move for freedom in that way. To me, freedom is taxes, um, really. And for you, it's less government intervention in your life. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I could handle more government intervention. I could handle government intervention in my life as long as the taxes are low, but the government doesn't tend to intervene when it has little money so i'm i'm about the source and new hampshire probably not the the it's not the single best place for what you have to pay in taxes but i'm willing to trade uh taxes in order to see more liberty what i saw in florida was a downward trend Uh, downward meaning upward trend in government uh control of things downward trend in freedom yeah Yeah, downward trend in freedom and i i knew that was happening i had no control um no action there was there was nothing going on there was no movement towards liberty and there was no one interested it in it really in in sarasota florida however when i got up here i see it every day i see people involved in it i see an understanding of what liberty is and in the 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 natives, to me, New Hampshire's moving towards freedom. Also, Alaska has uh, all of the people that live there get subsidies from the feder- uh, from the government there for the, the oil payment thing that they get. You've heard about that, right? How did you ever wean yeah. them yeah. off of that? Right, How? that's bad news. Uh, plus, it's huge. It's huge. So actually achieving anything and getting together to do things would be next to impossible there compared to here. It's free talk live. More on the way. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want by dialing toll-free to 1-800-259-9231, the Sickle CAI toll-free line. It is Ian here with you. And Gart. And Mark. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features are free. So enjoy those on us. Again, that is Free Talk Live. 
dot com. And if you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can become an amplifier for as little as three bucks a month. It's a great way to help this show get on more radio stations across the country and get yourself some uh, access to the perquisites that we offer, like the AMP-only call-in lines, chat room, forum, and more. Gardner, I noticed that you're hanging out Indeed. in the AMP-only chat tonight, so uh, chat sometimes even hosts will show up in the chat, like Gardner, to uh, to say hello. So it's one of the things you only get if you're an amplifier. Head over to amp.freetalklive.com. Help us get this show into more ears around the world. DEX-C20 is a natural appetite suppressant, enabling people to eat less and still feel full. Users report that they f- eat the same foods, they just eat less of them without feeling hungry. They also report feeling more energy without the jitters. We're very comfortable with the fact that the DEX-C20 contains no caffeine or herbal stimulants. It's a quote here. And I've been taking it. It's true. I, I don't feel any jitters, and I'm eating less. Today, instead of eating a large sandwich at the local sandwich shop that I normally eat, I ate three-quarters of the sandwich. I used, to, I used to come in very frightened that he'd take a chunk out of my arm, but it's good now. <laughs> and it's that's good. a good thing, because then you had a quarter to eat later as a snack, right? That's uh, Well, actually, uh, a, a friend of mine ate it. Oh, even better. <laughs> Make more friends. Dexy twenty. Dexy twenty. Uh, it's uh, you can get it at Walgreens, CVS, GNC, or diet.freetalklive.com. That's diet.freetalklive.com. All right. Uh, so real quick here, continuing the uh, discussion because there's a few more things I had to say about the idea of Alaska perhaps being more free than New Hampshire. We touched on the fact that everyone in Alaska is getting a welfare check from the government. That's Real bad news. Uh, and freedom is uh, things that you want to do in your life. Yeah. And, and uh, some things that I think that a lot of people, uh, you know, maybe in the freedom movement don't think about is professional football games. Where are you going to see a professional football game in Alaska? Well, you you can't, can't see one in New Hampshire either. You can't in New Hampshire, but I, we're within an hour and a half of uh, whatever it is, the Patriots. Boston. Yeah, wherever yeah. the Patriots play. I don't know the name of the, the stadium. I'm not a big big on that. But. I know that a lot of people want to see that kind of thing. You can see Major League Baseball. You can see um, the NBA. You can see a boss, uh, you can see a, uh, a Broadway show there. There are just more population centers around here in this northeastern That's region. That's freedom for a lot of people, you know? Than there is in uh, Alaska. The landmass is a huge factor. I mean, new, how many New Hampshires can you fit in Alaska? I'm sure somebody could go and cr- crunch the numbers on that, but well, I imagine it, quite it, a few. It, but it's a, <laughs> there's a population issue, too, and uh, Alaska has um, some advantages there, but, you know, you would it would have its its own special challenges. Uh, you wouldn't be able to get uh, the average person from Sitka to, I think, Anchorage. Maybe it's Nome is the capital. I don't know what the camp capital is, but you wouldn't be able yeah. to get them there without a plane uh, to go and lobby on a right. bill. So, so uh, Gardner, I mean, you'd mentioned you'd, you'd gone to a recent Free Stater shindig, a party that was being thrown recently, kind of in the center area of the state. Yeah. Therefore, people that are, were going to that party could drive for as little as an hour to an hour and a half, perhaps, and actually get there. Yeah. Whereas something like that in a place like Alaska, Good luck getting people to turn out unless you are are in a population center to begin with. It doesn't bolster the morale, is what you're saying, and morale is very important. So as far as as far as a a place where people who want to be free or are willing to to be activists toward liberty could could gather together and have the most possible effect. New Hampshire was chosen overwhelmingly over places like Alaska and Wyoming, many of these other places that people frequently will, will pony up, or Montana, as these uh, places wherein the Free State Project could have worked better in their opinion. Well, in the opinion of the thousands of people that voted for the, the state a few years ago, New Hampshire won overwhelmingly, and it's yeah. because of things like what we're discussing here. It's also because of, of some really interesting facts about New Hampshire, both politically and, and not. 
that I think one of the things about New Hampshire, as I understand it at least, and I could be wrong about this, but as of the last time I looked a few years ago, it had the least bureaucratic burden in that the amount of bureaucrats per capita population is lower here than anywhere else from even – I believe even lower than Alaska – uh, so I'm not positive on that, but that's, you have to check that. as I recall, that was in the New Hampshire uh, 101 Reasons to Move to New Hampshire document, which as of today is a little outdated, uh, but is still available over at the Free State Project's website. And it was my understanding they were plan- they wanted to, I guess, update that particular document, but apparently a lot of the information sources they used have not yet been updated. Mm. So that's, Sure, they're government information yeah. centers, and a lot of their information is coming from 2006 or whatever. So there's a lot of really amazing stuff going on here. And, of course, that's the other factor is the activism. What kind of activism do they have now in Alaska? Not, not, ten year, or not uh, you know, five years ago when the state vote was going down, when, when the Free State Project members at that time were deciding which state to move to. At that time, there was no New Hampshire Liberty Alliance. At that time, there was no... Ridley Report. There was no freekeen.com. There was no Free Talk Live in state. There was no. Oh, Gardner, you were probably here. But uh, there, there was uh, most of the right. stuff that's happening here now there were, wasn't happening then, and it's certainly not happening. There were several else. hundred signers from New Hampshire, uh, like 300 signers from New Hampshire when they, uh, you know, decided on New Hampshire. So they became movers, mm-hmm. and no other state could boast those numbers. I think that in and of itself is a huge fact. They were already active for liberty here. Even uh, some of the things that the New Hampshire natives are doing was not going on back then. Free Minds TV, Free well, sure. Minds Radio. More, uh, more uh, free staters moving into the state has... Uh, it's activated people. Yeah, it's activated people. Right, so there's this silent base of uh, people, good, liberty-loving folks here in New Hampshire that have been maybe discouraged, maybe bummed out about all the mass holes, for instance, Sure, just like here. everybody else is in every other state. Right. So they've been reactivated. They've been excited. Uh, Free Minds TV and radio, we, uh, I think we can announce it now. I mean, I'm sure Nick will be here tomorrow night, but they're going on the real radio. Genesis Communications Network going to begin syndicating our friends Toby and Nick over on Free awesome. Minds Radio on, on Sunday afternoons. And that's a show that d- the, it wouldn't exist had Free Talk Live not moved here to New Hampshire because we moved here to Keene, Toby, from Free Minds TV, happened to live in Keene. He happened to be listening to Free Talk Live, and we met in person. Uh, there was the idea to start a TV show was thrown around. They kept at it, which is, of course, the most important factor in success is keeping at doing what you're doing. Uh, and now they're they're getting a, uh, this is a big step for them. Yeah, so a, a, another example of something that just did not exist here until free staters started to move in. And so as more and more people come here, you'll see more of these things happening, and more media will be created, and more activism will start happening. And it'll be a it'll be a no brainer. I mean, for anybody that looks at it right now, it should be a no brainer. Like this is where the activism is clearly. But a year, two years, three years, it'll become even more of a no-brainer as more people get involved. So let's go to your calls about what you want. Randy in Missouri, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Randy. Hello. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Well, I haven't talked to you all for a while. Free staters? Yes, sir. Randy, what's on your mind? All right. Well, what you guys, I don't know if you guys have uh, looked at your constitutions they're not my constitution. I'd like to point like that I, out. Like uh, I was discussing with you a mm-hmm. while back. But we are as free as we understand what our freedom is. In other words, if you know your laws. My laws, again, yeah. Our federal law, our state law, we are free. Yeah, I don't see any reason to know their laws. They're not my laws. They're their laws. They wrote them. It's their system, not mine. 
Okay, well, no, actually it isn't their system. They're not practicing the founder's system. Well, they don't obey their own laws, if that's what you're referring to. That yeah, they, and they're not even their own laws. It's The founders were other people. Well, not to be okay? nitpicky, but now, anyway, your point, your point is that we're free, we're free anyway? I'm sorry, what? I, I don't want to be nitpicky, so I just wanted to get to your point. You're saying that we're free anyway, whether we're talking about the, the laws that exist God today? God gave us free will. Ah. It's people that created government. Okay? This is true. And government is what we make it. And what people in the United States of America are failing to do today is we've had, uh, in 1776, they gave us the greatest form of government ever created by man, which I believe was God-inspired. And whether you like it or not, it's still the best government ever created by man, and man created government. Well, that's well, not saying much. And, and let me ask okay. you something. If, if we the have, problem if, is... But hold on a second. Hold on a, hold, wait, wait, government. wait, wait. Time out. Time out. You said that God gave us free will, correct? Absolutely. So why do we need government if God gave us free will? We could come up with we our don't rules need ourselves. Government. Right. We so don't therefore, need was the Constitution God-inspired or not? It seems we like there's a tautology government. there. That's what I'm trying to tell you. So even we, though we have forms of government in this country, right. it's just like you are discussing how free you are up there in New Hampshire as opposed to maybe Alaska or some of these other states. Well, right. you're going off of their, what you're calling their rules. This is true. Why are you yeah, concerned right. about their rules? You're right. I myself right. am not so much concerned, but there are others out there who do concern themselves with these things. You and, know, okay, yeah. and since they do, what I'm suggesting, like I suggested to you last time I talked to you, is if since they are concerned about those rules, read those rules, and they should understand, once they really start reading and understanding what those rules, both state and federal rules say, have nothing to do with them because they are private citizens they are the sovereign they are the masters they're it's above true. those laws if more people were to start living their lives as you suggest and i thank you for the call randy if more people were to start living as though they were the free people that are in charge and above the governmental system then a whole lot would change real quick unfortunately most people aren't willing or ready to do that in their lives more on the way it's free talk live you ever have one of those days where everything goes right? First, I get the best parking space at work. Tonight, I have a date with a very lovely Rachel. And today, I gave a killer presentation in Sydney, finalized a contract in London, and demoed our new product in Boston. Online, from my desk, with WebEx. WebEx lets me take meetings and give presentations from my desk. I just talk to clients on the phone, and they watch what's happening on my desktop from their desktop. So I can travel the world and still be here for my date tonight with Rachel. Travel less, meet online. Go to WebEx.com and try WebEx free. Just click the radio graphic and enter promo code 600 to get a free trial and a free webcam, too. Remember that code, 600, to qualify for the free webcam. WebEx, now part of Cisco and used by more than 5.5 million people every month. Give it a try, free. Go to WebEx.com and enter the promo code 600. W-E-B-E-X.com. Free webcams available while supplies last. Terms and restrictions apply. See website for details. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want by dialing toll-free to 1-800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. It is Ian here with you. Vanguard. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features are free, so enjoy them on us. Again, freetalklive.com. We go to your phone calls about what you want still to come. Who is it that the United Kingdom government is recruiting 
to be their new snitch squad. We'll explain to you in moments, but first, Andy is on the line in Michigan. You're on Free Talk Live. Andy. How you doing, guys? Hey, what's on your mind, Andy? Um, calling with my update on the the government, well, it's not the government school, but the college political science course. Okay. Um, the professor gave a lecture today, and I'd like to throw you guys some of the facts that she laid out for the kids. Before you go, before you go on, um, the, the lecture was to how many students? I don't know. Uh, I wasn't there. Oh, okay. I have my wife's notes in front of me. She's the one that went. Approximately how many students? I mean, some, some colleges have... Probably a couple dozen or so. A couple dozen. Okay. And what, what, uh, level, what year is, is your wife? She's in college. What year? Uh, she just started again. Okay, uh, so basically freshman. This is a freshman class. Um, uh, it is. It's with the political science course, and it's required for any degree. Okay. Okay. Political science that everyone has to take. Go ahead. Uh, let's see. One of one of one gem is uh, freedom and liberty sound great, but you need to be protected. Mm, nice. We need to give up some liberties and freedoms to protect against chaos. Mm. Uh, Encroaching chaos will will swallow us all. Right, because only the men with guns can protect you from chaos. The men with guns that would... Oh, wait a minute. They were the ones... They're threatening your freedom. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) Uh, The need for government. This is actually printed on this document, whatever this thing is, that they gave out. When a group reaches a certain level of complexity, it becomes necessary to establish a group of individuals to act for the whole, to become the government. Isn't that sweet? Well, it's it sounds like exactly the kind of uh, propaganda that the government would want people to believe. You sure, know? they want they you make, to believe they they're make necessary. everybody that goes to this college in this town look at this crap. Yeah, and the, and and I said I said to my wife, so what are you going to do? And she said, well, if I don't pass the class, then yep. I don't get to continue. So. Shut up, right? So yeah. this is this is yep. the textbook. Shut up and drive. Yeah, it's, it's the textbook that says this, and the professor that says this. These are the facts as they are presented to you. Right. If you wish to get an A or B in this class, You'll you must it. you must repeat those facts back. Yes, memorize to... this and and read it back to me. Right, and without the... looking, and and I'll give you a bone. Exactly. So it's not, you know, they, they don't ask you to think in this class about, you know, the ideas of government and what would work yes. and what wouldn't work or anything like that. What they say is, here are the facts. Right. You must repeat them to it's me. It's not a debate. It's not a, a, an in-class discussion about, well, is government necessary? Uh, you know, one side says yes. The other side says no. Here are the reasons why. You know, it's The conclusion like is foregone. It's the government is necessary, and here is why we say it's necessary. She, she could make a caveat with this um, and, you know, write, if, if, it's, you know, if it's some kind of essay question, the book says, or the professor said, <laughs> and then she could repeat the stuff back. Yeah. Um, she might put a sentence at the end. However, there is, um, you know, uh, thinkers like Murray Rothbard have uh, posited differently, or something like that. Yeah, we also have different types of conflicts that may need a political process, beliefs, different perceptions of what society's goals should be. Competition for scarce resources. It's always scarce resources, you know? The, the lack. Yeah, this is back to the lack, the lack mentality. mentality that now you've talked about out. on the show. Check, check this out. What is government? An institution or ongoing organization with a life over and above the lives of the individuals who are part of it at any given moment in time. Hmm. Woo! 
Over Doesn't that above. make you feel little? Doesn't that make you feel small? Yeah. Government is so great, isn't it? It's I'm just so this, small. It's this wonderful entity that is trans. It transcends generations. It's over and above you. You are just part of this uh, this massive whole that is the state. Uh, the state is all. The individual is nothing, etc. Etc. Et wow. Anything else to share tonight? Uh, lots of things, but I'm going to pass it to the next one. Thanks, Andy. Appreciate the call. Keep us in the loop as to the continued indoctrination, and I appreciate hearing from you tonight. Thank you, sir. 800. Yes, sir. Thank you. 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. And I think he, he really uh, hits on an important point, and that is that every single kid or young person going into the this particular college, and I doubt that many other colleges are any different, uh, they're probably all very similar in this way because they all buy the textbooks from the same place and the textbooks are all created by status. So this is the kind of indoctrination that young people are receiving in the college system is that yeah. government is great and government is necessary. Government is wonderful. If it weren't for government, we'd all be savagely tearing at each other's throats. That's kind of the message, right? Yeah, it's absolutely. Pretty close, right. or at the very least, that you wouldn't be able to have uh, what specialization um, economically. You wouldn't be able to work at a job. You would. We would each individually have to farm our own food or or something like Ludicrous. that. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense at all. It, it's the private individuals that build the economy, and you know, yeah, there would be crime certainly, but there would be ways to figure that out without, uh, you know, without necessarily. Um, Grinding everything to a halt simply because we have police officers does not mean they have to control the um, the government has to control the economy. It doesn't mean no. that they have to have this huge war machine. Nor does it, it doesn't mean that they have to have welfare. It doesn't mean any of these things. Nor does it mean that they are in any way protecting you from chaos. This no, scary no. word that they throw out there to suggest that well, well, this is what'll happen if there's no government around. I mean, Mark, you live in a place where there are no cops and there's no one, <laughs> there's nobody marauding through your uh, your neighborhood or the area that you live in uh, breaking in windows, if killing were, women and children. If they were, yeah. they would have a very short life. And right? I tell because you, you everybody's know, armed. Yeah, and, and the cops are pretty much nowhere at any given time. The, the number of cops For the most part, they so, are not around. Yeah, next to nil per square mile that you pretty much have no cops anywhere. And, and uh, if you were to take the money that is taken from you, expropriated from you, for this gangster uh, machine called government, state government or local government or federal government, and be able to spend it on a, a private police force in your neighborhood with, with you know some defense force with your neighbors, boy, you'd be saving a heck of a lot of money, and they'd actually would be there. Yeah, well, you'd, yeah, you'd, you'd be paying for results because yeah. if those guys weren't doing the job you'd hired them to do, you could fire them and hire someone else. But with the government police, if they botch it up or act like they don't care or you know how the police can be they in many cases you could go file a complaint or whatever and the police will just act like they just don't give a flip uh so the the police could be completely indifferent to you and your plight the government police of course and there's nothing that can happen to them as a result of them not caring about what's happening to you you know what what gets me ian is you go to a place of higher learning a college classroom or even a high school classroom these are places where you're supposed to be able to take a mind that is open to new ideas and exploring things and talking mm-hmm. and, and learning things. And instead, they indoctrinate these people. Instead of exchanging ideas and listening to the ideas of the kids and saying, oh, wow, that's a pretty interesting perspective. Well, here's my perspective. Anybody have any other ones? Mm-hmm. And then it, it, sometimes teachers ought to remember that they don't have all the answers. Last uh, Friday, 
I, I, w- I got to sit in at a high school, one of the government schools, and the teacher there was an old friend of mine from, from school when we were in school, and he invited me over to be on a panel to talk as the libertarian amongst uh, a conservative oh. Republican, two Democrats, right? Cool. Yeah, it was great, and the kids the kids were really cool, and they, they put See, up... Th- that sounds like learning to me. Yeah. And when you spit out facts, especially facts in like a political science class, what they call facts, then you're spitting out opinions. Yeah. And to right. give people a bunch of opinions and then call Purport that them as facts. And, and call that education is a load of crap. It's yeah. rob. It, it's it's fraud. It's indoctrination. It's indoctrination. It, it is, is just yeah. you know. Th- th- to me, that's one of the reasons that I just I hate school um, as it was presented to me. Mm-hmm. I love I hate the idea of it, and I I want to educate my kid at home because I want him to ask questions. The, yep. th- th- that mentality that please serve up on a silver platter the facts to me so that I may learn them. That mentality doesn't serve you in life. No. That's a good point. It, yeah. it, you know, I, what it serves you is the ability to think, to listen to different ideas out there, come up with your own conclusions, and then move forward and act on those conclusions. Uh, you know, a, a bunch of a twenty yes no uh, true false uh, questions. Right. Uh, you know, as to, and the, down and the, from on high. It doesn't make any. You, you don't learn anything. Of One good essay question would be far better for the kids' um, comprehension than that. The toll-free number here for you to take control of the airwaves, bring up what you want, is 1-800-259-9231. When you accept that government has all the answers for you, then you get into a uh, pretty disturbing world where government gets to control a whole lot. We'll tell you about the Snitch Squad coming up. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves via the toll-free number at 1-800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. Vanguard. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features are free, so enjoy those on us. And they include the bulletin board system with about 400,000 posts for you to uh, get interactive with our listeners. There's a lot to talk about from serious issues to fun stuff. You'll find it all at bbs.freetalklive.com. That's bbs.freetalklive.com. SACL CAI has a full-orbed approach to account recovery. It's really three companies in one. They do collections, early out billing, and they purchase charged-off receivables. SACL knows that the way they treat your customer reflects on you. Their staff is respectful. They record every call so that you can go back and check it, and they have the best equipment money can buy so that you don't look silly if they make, um, you know, if mistakes are made, so that your business is handled as efficiently as possible. See their banner at freetalklive.com. That's SACL CAI. All right, 800-259-9231. As I mentioned, we're going to talk about snitch squads. As we know, as the police state and the state in general continues to get uh, larger and more invasive in our lives, they... They want to uh, to make sure that you're behaving in the way that they deem appropriate. And in order to ensure that you are behaving in the way they've deemed appropriate in that you are doing the things they want you to do or not doing the things they don't want you to do, they have to have eyes and ears on the ground. And the fact is, there just aren't enough state employees. I understand there's an incredibly large amount of them. Don't get me wrong. There are a lot of government employees out there. But there just aren't enough. There are never enough uh, eyes and ears that are friendly to the state. And so they're always working on ways to to bring new people in. To, uh, For instance, they have these crime tips lines that you see all across the country. And we've seen a a spike recently, actually, uh, because the economy's been kind of taking a downturn. People have been more likely to snitch out their neighbors here in the United States for little crimes like smoking pot and things like that. They get the spiffs. 
Right, because they'll get a $50 or $100, whatever. Depending on the crime that's being committed, they get a, a spiff. Uh, they get a, a, a little check from the government for calling the snitch lines. And so that's... That's one of the, one of the many many areas in which uh, people are encouraged to to snitch out their neighbors to the government. And of course, when I'm talking about crimes, I'm not just talking necessarily about drugs or prostitution or maybe even violent crime. I mean, violent crime is a whole other issue. If you've actually got a tip that could help bring a violent criminal to justice, that makes sense to share that, and you shouldn't really need an, a, a monetary incentive to do that. But uh, what about other things like grass growing too tall? What about uh, those things? Do we actually have is – there, is there anything in place to allow people to snitch out their neighbors for something like that? Well, of course, you can call code enforcement. I don't know if they're giving out any uh, bonuses yet for people that call code enforcement, that, but that's probably coming down the road mm-hmm. as governments mm-hmm. become more and more cash-starved. Uh, as long as people pay the code enforcement bill, perhaps they could give a percentage of the, uh, the bill that's paid out to the original snitch who snitched out their neighbors. But Don't give them ideas. We actually had a story of, uh, that came from the United States. I believe it was Kentucky – Maybe the Frankfurt area. I don't recall exactly, but it, but there was an area on the east, eastern coast of the United States that had been indoctrinating its second graders to snitch out their neighbors for you know having their trash cans out of the curb for too long, or maybe having the grass growing a little bit too tall, or whatever other neighborly things that they were violating as far as code enforcement was concerned. It was a pretty disturbing story, and as we've talked about so many times, uh, there are. These bad ideas, these bad governmental ideas tend to spread. One government will come up with a bad idea like this to encourage neighbor to turn against neighbor, for instance. And if it's successful in that the government raises more money from it and not that then that's that's the determination as to whether it's successful or not, is whether the government actually yeah. gets people to snitch and gets more money out of it all. Uh, then other governments will pick it up. And in this case, it sounds like the U.K. government has been paying attention. The story from The Telegraph. The youngsters are among... Almost 5,000 residents who, in some cases, are being offered 500-pound rewards if they provide evidence of minor minor infractions. One in six councils contacted by the Telegraph said they had signed up teams of environment volunteers who are being encouraged to photograph or videotape neighbors guilty of dog fouling, littering, or bin crimes. Now, who are they targeting here? Young people, of course, really young people. We'll give you the uh, ages. Young people here. as the uh, the agents, as the snitches. Yes. yes, the people that could possibly get a five hundred pound reward, which is, as you say, a thousand bucks. That's that's. I mean, that's not chump change to most adults. To kids, that's like winning the lotto. Yeah, it really is. Uh, the covert human intelligence sources, as some local authorities describe them, are also being asked to pass on the names of neighbors they believe to be responsible or take down their number plates. Ealing Council in West London said there are hundreds of junior street watchers, aged 8 to 10 years old, who are trained to identify and report envirocrime issues such as graffiti and fly tipping. I don't know what fly tipping is. Either of you, gents? I have no idea. Fly tipping? Fly tipping. We could look it up. Look that one up for me. That's got to be like British slang or something. Uh, Harlow Council in Essex says we currently have 25 street scene champions who work with the council. uh, By the way, uh, street scene champions. Mm -hmm. When I was a kid, um, when my mom sort of explained to me what was bad about the Soviet Union, 
Um, what she explained to me was that the kids in school were encouraged to snitch on their parents for doing things that were wrong. Wouldn't the Hitler Youth have been doing things like that too? Likely, likely. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, it might have maybe you know you know how long ago this was. I was six or five yeah. or something. Um, so it might very well have been Hitler. But it seems to me that it was the Soviet Union, and she, that was that was what her explanation was as why the Soviet Union was bad to a five or six year old or whatever age I was. Um, it was bad because they got kids to snitch on their parents, and to me. This goes to show that our governments have grown too big, they've grown too fascist, they've grown too dangerous. Well, They're I asking kids to do this. I don't, I don't want to yeah. appreciate any fascism at all, So, but this is definitely the logical extension of where government goes. When government is, is as we were talking about the college courses before, where government is telling people, well, government is necessary because of this, this, and this. If you get people to believe that government is necessary and government is above and government is uh, the ultimate end-all, be-all of human existence, then, then people will just accept crap like this when it's offered up to them. They'll say, oh, yeah, we don't want our neighbors to be bad people. We don't want... We want to make sure our neighbors' yards are pretty and that they're not allowing their dogs to poop in places they're not allowed to poop. We want to make sure that everybody's behaving. Pooping in the wrong places. So they've managed to recruit – I love the names of this – 25 of – they, what they call street scene champions who work with the city council in Essex. They're all aged between 11 and 14, and they're encouraged to report the aftermath of enviro crimes, such as vandalism to bus shelters, graffiti, abandoned vehicles, fly tipping. Fly tipping, by the way, is hyphenated. Fly, and why do they call tipping. this an enviro yeah, crime? Enviro crime makes it seem very PC because you're protecting the, vi- protecting the environment. But all these things that they're mentioning here, bus stops, Cars, littering, these are all things that are going on essentially in, uh, you know, to man-made things, not to, mm-hmm. I mean, even a, yeah. even a median is a man-made thing. It might have some natural stuff in it, but it's not really the well, environment. They're suggesting it is your environment that you're living in, I, I understand, but they're, mis- they're using a buzzword in yeah. order to lie to people, and that's 1984 crap. Well, and they have been uh, apparently reporting these things via telephone or email direct to the council. Other local authorities recruited Adult volunteers through advertisements in local newspapers with at least... They're not volunteers if they're getting paid. 4,841 people. Well, they don't get paid until they actually snitch, Mark. You actually have to... to They're not a volunteer. Then they're not doing anything. If they haven't snitched, they haven't done anything. When they do something, they get paid. Sorry, not volunteers. The 4,000... There are apparently 4,800 adults patrolling the streets in their spare time. I've worked my whole life on commission. Are you telling me I don't work? Some are assigned James Bond-style code numbers, which they use instead of their real names when they ring a special informer's Hotline. I wonder if this was going on in, the, uh, in America. Would you be able to confront your accuser on a code violation? More on the way. It's Free Talk Live. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything. Just dial toll-free to 1-800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. It is Ian here with you. And Gar. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site, they're free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. Uh, is the place to go. And, by the way, some of those features include live streams. We've got a broadband version, dial-up version, and webcam. You'll get them all if you go to listen.freetalklive.com. That's listen.freetalklive.com. 
Com. And what if a socialist or fascist became president of the United States of America? President Barack Obama? How about John McCain? The North American Union, unconstitutional gun and drug laws, a national ID card? What is your trigger point? If it happens, what will you do? Free State Project participants choose what event will trigger their move to New Hampshire to join the fight for freedom. Check it out at freestateproject.org. That's freestateproject.org because... The more you hear about what's been going on in the news, and we actually haven't covered too many news stories recently. It's just been all over the place with ideas and phone calls, and that's the way the show goes. You call about what you want. But uh, there's always more bad news in the news about the police state on the rise, the rise of this tyrannical state, not just in the U.K., but here in America, across the world, Australia. No one can escape the grasp of these men and women calling themselves government uh, that wish to rule over the lives of others, wish to turn every uh, individual they possibly can to their allegiance, uh, to use them as their eyes and their ears on the ground in order to attack you with their threats and with their fines and with their imprisonment and with their nonsensical programs and here in the U- or in the UK the story out of the telegraph talking about how across the UK young kids as young as 8 years old are being recruited into groups calling themselves junior street watchers or the street scene champions are being encouraged to snitch out their neighbors for various different Enviro crimes like, you know, allowing their dog to poop in the wrong place or leaving the trash bins out at the curb for too long. Oh, and Gardner, you looked up what fly hyphen tipping, fly tipping is. What is that? Fly tipping is uh, dropping trash in an area that is not designated for trash. Doesn't that Uh, that dumping? Yeah, I would call it littering. I don't know why you know, one of those British slang well, if, terms. If, but. if it's illegal dumping, then perhaps it's illegal illegal dumping. I mean, that's kind of different than littering. It's like littering on a larger scale. Yeah, of course, but the regulations about where you can put things, you know, designated things, uh, those types of things, they're, they're often quite arbitrary from government. Sometimes they, they follow lines of what people want, but a lot of times they don't. And what they consider littering, what you know, who knows? what this could be littering and this might not be littering, and who knows? It's it's very frustrating. And they're not just bringing kids in. Of course, young people are the easiest to bring in because their minds are so ripe for indoctrination they can easily be turned into little little statists, budding statists. Uh, But they've also brought in thousands of adults who are also willing to walk lockstep with whatever it is the state asks them to do. And they have apparently been assigned James Bond-style code numbers which they use instead of their real names when they ring the special informer's hotline, the snitch line. Uh, so, which is disturbing because you don't get to face your accuser. Right. It's, now, it's I Orwellian, wonder, do, man. Could you face your accuser today? I mean, for instance, this, uh, go, this goon from the city came over here a couple weeks ago threatening me because there's a couch yeah. in my lawn. It's not my couch. Uh, I have tenants. And it's their couch, and I'm okay with it being there. People can see the video of that, too. They, they should can. really take a look at it, because you were great on they that. They can see that at freekeen.com. But anyway, um, the, the point here is that if it was somebody who snitched me out on that, would I be able to find out, like in the whole process of challenging it, if that's what they want me to do, which I'm not going to do, well, by the way. I'm going to accept their, uh, I'm going to accept their fine and tell them I'd be happy to pay as soon as they can prove to I me my proof of I don't of think your case is, uh, is indicative of here. For instance, if I uh, snitch on Gardner for littering, there's a piece of litter on the ground as mm-hmm. evidence, perhaps, if it hasn't blown away or whatever would happen to it. Right. Um, so I wouldn't have to prove, uh, you know, I would have to, you know, me snitching on Gardner is sort of a piece of proof. The city can... Or 
or the town or whatever can prove that the trash is on the ground. I can't prove that Gardner did it. I they see. would need me. However, the couch is in, in my your yard. case, the couch is in your yard. A snitch well, wouldn't matter. You know what's interesting mm, is you point. bring up a couple points about the the, the origins. We we're talking uh, on and off the air recently about the origins of law and uh, common law and how how the government got involved with taking things that organically. Uh, were created by people in their social interactions, the common law, and codifying them, and then they add to them. And if you look at even the concept of police officers, supposedly once called peacekeepers, mm-hmm. uh, now they are the law enforcement officers. Um, if you're accused of a, a true crime under the, the uh, concept of, of common law, uh, you're supposed to be able to face your accuser. And right. those crimes were supposed to have been crimes against other a people. Victim. Yeah. Uh, you have to, yeah, exactly. If you're spray painting a government-created bus stop, you're hurting whom? There's no victim. The, the state. It's the, unclaimed it, property. Exactly. And what if it's your opinion that it would look better that way? In my opinion, we were actually talking about this in yeah. Toronto. As we were driving through Toronto, we're going under this bridge, uh, this overpass, and there's all kinds of graffiti on the walls. And certainly some people are going to look at that and say, ah, that's disgusting. But... Is it really that much worse than an ugly old bridge that the government built? I mean, the the, the underside. If they of do a, a good job of, with it, you right. know, I, some I, I think it's art. nice. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So as far see, as I'm concerned, that's beautification. And, and and what you've got is you've got this whole train of problems ranging from the majority of people who voted voted for a group of people to make a decision to appoint certain people to make a decision about how the concrete will be poured and how the posters will be posted for that bus stop and where the bus stops will be placed, and so you get to the the point where you're like, you know what? Virtually nobody in this entire city had any say about where that bus stop was going to be posted or how it was going to look. It was a group of people, so virtually everybody so far removed. Most right. of them weren't even elected; they were appointed, mm-hmm. and so, they were appointed not by uh, elected officials, but by appointees of appointees. And in some cases, yeah. uh, there's the, you're right; right. they are so, so these, far removed. These victimless crimes against the state, in most of those cases, in that British story, there there are some cases about vandalism against cars and things like that. But in most of those cases, if it is a state thing, if there's vandalism, that's vandalism, and you've got you've got somebody you should be able to face your accuser. And if it's a kid, well, that gets tricky. Uh, but uh, in most cases, if you're just, if you're doing something against the state, and most of the things the state has done, you can't even say that the majority of people wanted it done that way. So your vandalism really. Who knows whether it's really a crime against any of those people? It's, it's not their property. If you can't identify a victim, then as far as I'm concerned, you right. don't really have a and crime. We should defend against the idea that public property is property of all, you know, that belongs to all of us. Well, if that's so, you can set up a lemonade stand in the middle of the park, <laughs> but you can't. Yeah, you can't. Um, right. If that's so, then you'd be able to nude sunbathe there. Yeah, it's unclaimed land. That if happens. You, <laughs> if you could build your house on it, uh, you know, you can't do any. You know, they've got a whole bunch of rules, and you're allowed to go there. But that's sort of the means by right. which they extract the money from you in order to fund this, uh, you know, this park or whatever. And likely the free market would do, would do it far more efficiently. Some of, uh, again, these people are assigned special spy numbers. The escalation in Britain's growing surveillance state follows an outcry about the way councils are using powers originally designed to combat terrorism and organized crime to spy on residents. In one case, a family was followed by council staff for almost three weeks after being wrongly accused of breaking rules on School catchment areas. I'm not sure what a school catchment area is. Maybe I better look that up. Too. I don't know. That sounds like it might be something like that. It doesn't sound very dangerous, I'll tell you that. Whatever it is, they were being followed for three weeks by the bureaucrats that were working for that particular city council. 
So what, whatever it was they were doing doesn't sound like a violent crime. And to be investigated for three weeks on school catchment-related crimes seems like uh, pretty ludicrous. Yeah, some yeah. bureaucrats after him. Uh, it also emerged last month that around 1,400 security guards, car park attendants, and town hall staff have been given police-style powers, including the right to issue on-the-spot fines for littering, cycling on the pavement, and other offenses. Matthew Sinclair of the Taxpayers Alliance described the recruitment of children as downright sinister. He said, we're deeply troubled by these developments. They're straight out of the Stasi copybook. There's a combination of ever stricter rules and ever more draconian attempts to control people. Mm. Councils are using anti-terrorist legislation for the tiniest of things like the people who put out their bins early. And the threat of fines and prosecutions combined to constitute fleecing the people the councils are meant to be serving. (laughs) The increase in surveillance comes at a time when an estimated 169 councils have dropped weekly rubbish collections. Some local authorities are refusing to collect bins which are placed too far from the curb, while others are issuing 100 pound fines to people who fail to comply with recycling rules. A catchment area means that the, that's this area that the school, the, the public school, you're allowed to go to that particular public school. It's yeah. their zone. It's an uh, ironic it's, title, thinking that they bring the kids in whether they like it or not. So they were perhaps maybe sending their kids to a different school and they were that being investigated being for that for three weeks. More on the way, it is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. Only moments remain. Maybe enough time for your call if you make it right now to 1-800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Guard. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site, they're totally free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. And if you want to help support the show, you can learn how to promote Free Talk Live by going to promote.freetalklive.com. Lots of different free ways and some low-cost ways to help get the message of Free Talk Live out to as many ears as possible. Go to promote.freetalklive.com to learn more. That again, promote.freetalklive.com. All right, so a few more thoughts on this story from The Telegraph, then we get right back into your calls here where they're talking about how people from age 8 on up are being recruited into the ranks of the snitch society over in the U.K. And don't think for a moment that stuff like this isn't happening here in America. It absolutely is. It may not be as wide scale as it is in we the U.K. We read a story, and this just goes to show yep. this but, is how it's going to spread. It's yep. too easy. Well, it's too easy up. for and them. And they've been doing it in schools for a long time with the D.A.R.E. program. You know, you know sure. and, and it's easy for them to give away these uh, rewards to people these uh, by just taxing you to give them now, the snitch on you. Somebody might say, well, I mean, they're, this is graffiti. They're, talk- they're looking to target things like graffiti, but it's not just graffiti. It's more than that. It's people who fail to comply with the recycling rules, the bins. If their bins are too far from the curb, if the bins are put out too Don't early. Don't what they – graffiti is what they decide graffiti is. Right. If your kid's out there with some chalk drawing on the sidewalk and, and it's going to get washed away, Way in the rain, could somebody decide that's graffiti? They you could. better believe they could. Yep. Mm. Uh, in, in a, if they thought they could get a fine out of you. But the, absur- the absurdity continues here as critics have claimed that councils have stopped prosecuting people for fly tipping, that is, it leaving, as we d- learned earlier, leaving garbage in, in unapproved places. Illegal dumping. Uh, right. Perhaps. In favor mm. of pursuing easier targets, such as fining people for dropping bits of food and cigarette butts. Well, you know, now, cigarette butts, you could argue that's trash. It's not going to decompose. As far as I'm concerned, quickly. throwing down a cigarette butt is, is littering. But um, dropping bits of food? No, not littering. Wow. And, you know, this goes to a conversation I was having today with uh, Jim Johnson, Lauren Canario's husband. Um, 
what is littering? You know, I mean, when you see litter, usually a sign of litter, one of the things that you'll see there is an apple core. Mm-hmm. That, that decomposes so yeah. qu- so right. quickly. I just don't feel like throwing an apple core on a median or on the side of a sidewalk or something like that is littering. No. Because it's going to decompose. It's going to be good for the grass. It's going to be good for the little animals running around there. I, I don't feel like that's littering. So now you have, you know, what what is littering? Is throwing the husks of my pistachio nut on the ground? I mean, how about this? How one? about if my tree drops a leaf in my neighbor's yard? Is that littering? Well, Hull Councils uh, did decide that a young mother should be fined 75 pounds for dropping a piece of sausage roll while trying to feed her four-year-old daughter. Oh my God. Ms. Davies, Sarah Davies, age 20, refused to pay, and the matter 75. when uh, went to magistrate's court, where it was dismissed. So interesting example there of somebody who decided to non-cooperate and was successful at it. This young lady fined a 75 pounds for dropping a piece of sausage while sausage trying to, roll sausage Bread. roll yes. Mm-hmm. Even if it's sausage, it's still food. It's going to decompose. And how much some beast how much is going to come eat it? To prosecute her for that, it took far more than 75 pounds. <laughs> what the it, hell did. are those people thinking? That is so stupid. Doretta oh. Cox. Well, they, they, because they want to be able to get precedent in their Absolutely. corner. They if they do get press. precedent in their corner, then they'll be able to collect on it more severely in the future. So it was worth them gambling yeah, your money point. in order to find out. Right on. Among the environmental crimes uh, which snoopers are asked to report, which vary from council to council, are failure to recycle rubbish, graffiti, dog People fouling. are going to be going through your garbage to be able to get the rewards up to $1,000 in order to to turn it's you in. crazy, isn't it? Anyway. I mean, everybody accidentally throws something that's supposed to be recycled in the wrong bin. Where, where does this stop? Carly Broke, uh, Borough They're Council. They're also, by the way, DNA testing the dog's poo over in England in order to uh, trace it back to owners. For they real? Want, yes. <laughs> no, I've got the story. I didn't, I didn't uh, do anything with it. It was sent to me by Ziggy. And, wow. Uh, but yes, uh, they want you to take your dog in so they can DNA test it, of course, for its own safety. Uh, <laughs> that way they'll West, have the DNA in your dog. In West Sussex, they have 150 street care champions who are asked to report on individuals if known. Bolton Council said its green inspectors must note and any relevant information such as registration numbers if they see criminal activity. Others, including Fairham and Hampshire and Waltham Forest and East London, encourage their volunteers to take photographs of rubbish to help investigators. Liz Headhorn, a retired nurse, 66, who's one of 120 Street Hawk volunteers in Enfield and North London, openly describes herself as a curtain twitcher, but yeah, she's, a curtain she's not twitcher. snooping on anyone. She said, if there's a problem with fly-tipping, general bad behavior, graffiti, etc., then I ring the street hawk person, and when I do it, it is cleared. Enfield has become a lot cleaner because of us curtain twitchers having a look around. Curtain twitchers. I love it. If you can report an individual, but nobody's going to give their name and address, you know where that person lives. You you, you, You can say you know who it is, but other than that, you don't. A spokesman for the local government association, which, which represents town halls across the country, insisted that environment volunteers are people who care passionately about their local area and want to protect it from vandals, graffitis, and fly tippers. These residents are not snoopers. They will help councils cut crime and make places cleaner, greener, and safer. Oh, Welcome man. to the new society. <laughs> Let's go to your phone calls. Talk to Gene, the Christian anarchist in Tennessee. You're on Free Talk Live, Gene. Three cheers for snitchers. <laughs> no hey, thanks. I, I, um, going back to the crime thing. Yes, sir. Uh, 
if you look at common law, typically you had to have at least two things to charge someone with a crime. You had to have a victim and you have a, had to have a complaining party. Mm-hmm. So they've thrown that out the window, of course, a long time ago. Yep. But, Ian, I had to call to correct you on something. Okay. I, it seems if I'm not here to correct you on things, you just go off on a tangent and just go wild. So I'm, I'm consider it, I consider it my job to correct you. And a little <laughs> while ago you said that the police officers would act like they don't care. And I have to correct you. They're not acting. <laughs> You're right. Thank you for that. I appreciate you, know, you holding my feet to the fire. Some of them care. You're welcome. Some a, of them do, but they don't have to act like Gene. it, I guess, right? Thanks, Gene. Appreciate oh. it. 800-259-9231. Gene's funny. You know, right. He was saying that the ones that really don't care, they don't have to act like it. Yeah. And the people that do care probably wouldn't be acting like they right. don't care. So. There you you know, it, it reminds me of a story over at our town dump where we have to take our trash mm. to, you know. Uh, they now have signs out that say, please turn your engine off. Idling harms the environment. Oh, my. And so I leave my engine on. And uh, <laughs> and I leave the stereo up very, very loud. And I make sure everybody knows that the car is still running. And and that sort of thing just annoys me no end. They wanted to have a, a, a statute in the state of New Hampshire that would stop uh, idling that uh, people would have to turn their engines off where they waited to pick their kids up at the government schools, of course. you know. So you'd be in line, in a quarter-mile-long line, to pick up your kid. And then uh, once the child came out, he had the line up. And then you'd have to turn your car on, move the car up, turn your car off. And then one child would be picked up. And then you'd move your car up, turn it on, move your car up. It's just, oh, other than the practicality of it, there's also, if you're going to go by their argument, there's all the particulate matter that's thrown out there every time you turn your car on and the damage done to your engine every time you turn it on. We continue briefly to John in Illinois on the amp line. John, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian Gardner and Mark. Hi, guys. John, what's um, on your mind? I'll just be quick. Um, you guys have been focusing on, I guess, the nightmare, nightmare government I like to think of the positive aspects of liberty over this government. Good picture, point. Good to stay positive. Instead of having these driveways, these long driveways with the sidewalk, the, the, the typical little driveway at the end of the sidewalk, I picture liberty, free market. I picture roads that go right to people's driveway. I'm picturing trains that go to people's door, door to door, or the Japanese trains that travel you know, 100 miles an hour. Oh, so old, so old school. How about flying cars? Come on, we can have flying cars. By, by uh, it's just a complete different world. It, just the more you get into this liberty, just the more it just, we, our society is kind of retarded. We don't move anymore. We it's don't so grow as, as, a, as, a, as a people. The, we just have limits on what we can do and what we can't. The unfettered amount anymore from that. Yep, it's the unfettered the amount of wealth on creation on. we could and have. And I'm just reminded of just Mark's statement about if, the government got in, into polio. They were actually trying to defeat polio, how they've done with other um, problems in society. We just have the best iron lung machines in the world. Yeah, and that's what government is. That's right. If, <laughs> if government was trying to eradicate polio, we'd have the uh, we'd, we'd have a you know everybody would have an iron lung machine. Mm. Yeah, I think it's great. I think it's important to focus on a, a vision of the future, which can involve uh, the, a tremendous increase in wealth. I mean, we already are so so wealthy, even in this regulated state that we currently are in. We could have so much more. We could have so much more free time. We could have so much more disposable income. We could have so much more luxury. We could have so much more wealth building upon wealth building upon wealth. And 
and the more we'll have more, the more the government steps the hell out of the way. And but I think it, it's, it's just important. not being slave for six months. It's it's everything. It's it's a it's a, it's a difference in degree, not in kind. It's true. We can't really, and I thank you for the call. We can't really envision everything from here because we don't know what will be created in the absence of governmental regulation. We don't know what new wealth can be created in that way, and what will inevitably be built from that. I, I wish we had more time tonight, but we don't. It's been getting here with you. And Guard. And Mark. But we'll be back tomorrow, and you can join us online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. And remember, snitch on your neighbors. You'll get a reward. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronic, photo, cell phone, office product, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supply, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Amazon.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, a great deal, delivery to your door, and a percentage of your purchase will go to Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon through Amazon.freetalklive.com.